sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 62nd episode of I'm So Surecast. Yeah. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello, hello. We got Uncle Nick Grubb on the soundboard, and we've got Rob Cock here with us today. Hey, what's up? Hey, Good what's going on, man? Good to see you, man. Good to be here. See Lower the beat in my headphones a little bit. I'm a vegetarian, and I don't Oh, care. yeah. You boy? That's Uncle Nick coming well, in hot. Why? You already With know. a fresh soundboard clip. <laughs> oh. That is freaking perfect. All right, that gets us. That gets us started as he's packing a fresh pouch of snooze. That intro was brought to you by Uncle Nick and Johnny Rocca. Ah, yes, love Johnny Rocca and Jo. I got. I got to check in on him. I haven't seen him in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you've been living in. Uh, so where you been? Where you been staying? I know you're staying with uh, with Uncle Nick here tonight. Uh, I've been in Colorado for about a week and a half. Just. Uh, Seeing friends in the Denver area, hanging out with my dad. It's been it's been great. Your dad Co- lives education. in Colorado? Yeah. I, I grew up in Colorado, moved to Boston area when I was high school, early high school. Cool, cool. Uh-huh. Yep. Which I don't think I even knew until right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we learned new things. This is the best place <laughs> to find it out. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, this actually worked out really well. Um, I was looking down the barrel of just a shitty couch night on my cousin's couch. She's not even there. And I just text, texted Nick. He said, see you, like, What's up, dude? Yeah. Nick comes through. All the time, yeah. Because Nick was coming. <laughs> Nick was coming to do the soundboard tonight. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm with Rob. He's in from Paris." I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, yep. That sounds like the prime candidate for a guest. When did you make? I'm not sure it's going to be that interesting. <laughs> when did you make the move over to uh, to Paris? It was about two years ago. You like yep. it over there? I love it. I'm going to stay there. Yeah, yeah? Uh, at least six, seven more years. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. It's uh. It's it's just an entirely different experience. There's so much stuff to explore. Yeah. Um, but still, I love coming back to America. There's nothing better than the, the home yes. of the free. Right, oh, right, right. So I've been to France, but I haven't been to Paris. He's been to Nice. In, oh, okay. Yeah. And the, Nick and uh, I went to Nice. Yeah. Nice place. Yeah, really nice. But uh, the uh, French in Nice say that the French in Paris are like very stuck up. Would you say that this is true? Yeah. The, some of the... Okay, some of the politicians won't even speak to the people from Nice because oh no shit they they don't like their accent. It, w- it would be like a, a politician from the north in, in America refusing to to speak with someone from Texas because the accent. Right? Oh, what the fuck? It's, it's crazy. <laughs> so do you speak like fluent French or any shit? I can speak with other foreigners. I cannot. Uh, don't put me in a room with other locals. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're just using too many idioms, too many... F- it's just too fast. It's rapid-fire French. They're trying to make it, like, exclusive so that the... Uh, I tend to think that's the case. Yeah, it annoys the, the shit out of me. won't get it, even if they've been trained classically yeah. or whatever. So do Parisians specifically have their own dialect that would be different from Nice, or is Nice, like, anomalous to the whole rest of France? Like, is Nice, like, their own... Uh, the Parisians have their own dialect. Yeah. Okay. And then there are little s- small accents scattered about. There is a northern one, a southern one. And I'm... To give you a sense of how well I speak French, I cannot really detect the differences in accents. Yeah, yeah. So that gives <laughs> yeah. you an idea. That's right. it's not true fluency. So, but it's like I, it's like me like discerning Australian from mm. like a Kiwi. Like I can't do it. I know there's major differences, but not to my stupid American ears. No, I, yeah, I think that, at all. I I think that think too. Or distinguishing. What was that? This was locker room talk. <laughs> what is Trump telling us this fucking time? <laughs> yeah, wait. What is uh, Mr. President saying? Lock, <laughs> He's defending his pussy grab, I think. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. that doesn't need defending. <laughs> Don't be rude. You are fake news. 
Oh, so that's, I feel like nowadays, um, what I find from people that live, Americans that live abroad, is they are tarred as being basically a delegate of Trump's America. Like, I feel like a lot of, a lot of Americans yeah. go somewhere and people are like, oh, your president's a moron. It's like, you know what I mean? Do you ever get tarred with the, uh, the unpopularity of, of the president Sadly, despite you having nothing to do with it? Sadly, yes. It's yeah. the, it's... I, I do not want to be the ambassador of the United States, but they just paint me with it immediately. Some people hate me right off the bat. Really? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a really interesting experience because uh, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm in the shoes of other people who sometimes experience coming to America, but with Trump as my backdrop, as my main, as the main association, when they hear American, they hear Trump. Right, right, And right, when right. they see me, an American, they think Trump, and all of a sudden... I'm a bad guy. Most, but to be honest, most people are very open-minded. But the select yeah. few, it's rough. What? Uh, what is? I always want to know what. Uh, I guess it could be just the French people. And again, now I'm making you an ambassador from France, so I'm doing the I, same uh, thing. But like the French attitude towards a place like Quebec. Or do you not know? They they love it. Uh, Canada and France are just best friends. The same so, thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But they treat them poorly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Right. Jesus. That's getting out of hand. <laughs> they don't like their accent, so they yeah. make fun of the accent. Same way we make fun of the, the English-British accent. It's, yeah. yeah it's oh, the same dude, thing. our it's French tour guide did this thing all the time that was just the most French thing ever. I probably wouldn't be able to create it, like recreate it, but... If you ask them some question and it's like a crazy answer, yeah, like uh, I don't know, like how how much money did you make last year? He'd be like, you would do this like thing where he'd puff up his cheeks and like blow, yeah. like before yeah, he's yeah. about yeah. to give like, you. That's what, that's all. And I'm like, oh shit, that's the most French thing I've ever seen. So like, it really is. That's a French affectation. Yeah. I noticed that almost immediately. Everybody does it, and yeah. now I do it. Do you? I, I didn't even want to start doing it, <laughs> but if you want to communicate, a lot of times you need to like. If you well, want you, to show you, exasperation, yeah, yeah, you adopt the the mannerisms. Yeah, you better so puff weird. those cheeks up. But I'm a big you. <laughs> oh, actually, both of you guys are set. I'm a. If I moved, you could give me eight hours in France, and I would have all of the gesticulations and mannerisms of a Frenchman. Because I literally, even in speech, I literally you. You noticed it too. For some reason, uh, subconsciously, I will adopt whatever speech patterns of somebody. Like if I'm listening to a radio mm. show. Even unbeknownst to me, I'll start taking on their their mannerisms. You know what I mean? I think that's just uh, that's human nature. Like I hung out with my gay cousin and had a lisp for six weeks. <laughs> Where do you go when I want you? <laughs> yes, I love how Nick is getting B roll fucking audio from. He's teasing me. He is. <laughs> I knew he was cooking something up in his laboratory today. His creepy Harvard laboratory. Yeah, he's texting us all day like, yo, you guys, I got some shit. <laughs> I, I'm always, every time Nick contacts me, I'm a bit, I'm a little scared, a little excited, and a little horny. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing. It's a weird, and I swear to God, those are the three emotions it that is, you elicit. No, it's weird. I'm always, I'm always scared and direct whenever Nick is on the phone. Are you a virgin? It's this weird thing because the thing with Nick is when you know him well enough, you know... You're on. You're actually on the same level with him, but he's somehow able to have this mischievous quality that you're not quite sure his motives are pure. My you know, nipples you know I mean? are hot as a rock. <laughs> exactly. And actually, I think this soundboard is actually kind of us being able to navigate into his mind in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? 
It's like you can always the, he's revealing himself. He's like subtly through Stephen this. Hawking, but his way of communication is that. Yes. I don't want your hope. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day. And you know what? The thing that bothers me about Stephen Hawking, you know, I feel bad, whatever. But like, for a guy of his stature and wealth, you couldn't have come up with like a better voice to dictate whatever machine he was typing into. You know what I mean? Like it sounded like in like the 1998 gateway computer that would read out loud like the shit. Like that's, right, right. It seemed a little I don't know outdated. So you think he needed a software update? Make it a little bit human. Like Siri sounds human. You know, you can't get like someone. I know Siri's a woman and Stephen Hawking's a man. Not that those lines haven't been blurred nowadays, but I'd feel like you know they could probably update it with a little bit more of a human touch. You know. But he's dead now, so I guess it doesn't matter. And do you think if you worked with him uh, for a uh, while, uh, you'd uh. adopt that cadence? <laughs> Honestly, you know how fucking weird I am? I really think I would sound like a creepy robot after like six hours with Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I'm serious. And it's like, it's my personality stays exactly the same. Steve, would you please pass me the pepper? Yeah, like that would start talking like that. <laughs> like it would still be my, it would still be my personality, but the, the, the conduit of my voice would be very Hawking-esque, you know? I got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, this seems like a perfect time to ask you a 90s... uh, Music trivia? Music trivia. I'm really not... I'm I'm really good at movie trivia. I'm terrible at music trivia. Oh, that's definitely not going to be the one. I got a song for him. Oh, do you? Yeah. What do you got? Oh, did that even work or no? No. I didn't hear it. Oh, here it is. Uh, I'm back and I'm spitting on the mic. I got rhymes and I'm ready to fight. Why did you bring this? Why? <laughs> you want some? Meet me down at the docks. This is this I'm is not appropriate. And a knife. <laughs> You'll be squealing like a pig for your life. Corey Hamilton comes in somewhere there at some point. <laughs> when did uh, when did you record that? Oh, uh, that must have been 2007 in the basement after yeah. a snowboarding session. Yep. Corey insisted. Did you, did you ever meet Corey? Hamilton? Yeah. Yep. He went to nice. Central, right? Uh, yeah. I'm sure I have. I just can't think of him. What was that girl he dated the name? Nicole or something? I had like a huge crush on her. She was like this tall and had like the whitest teeth. I really? don't know. Yeah, yeah. But he did date very, very attractive girls. Yeah. Well, Hamilton? Yeah, he played the yeah. cross, right? Mm. Yeah. Huh. Yep. 07 was a, like, that was, if I could go back to any time, it'd be 07, 08. I'm not even kidding. Oh, I, Nick, I think what, I was. Why? The, that mic works, but it's not in our headphones. That's why. I, I don't know what it was. Oh. It was like everything you would want to be going on in your life, more or less, was going on in mine. Like, I just felt like, like, high school was always kind of boring for me, but for some reason, like, senior year. I was like, oh, this is what when people this is what high school is when people make like high school movies and it's like fun and stuff like this is actually like I look back on high school fondly. A lot of people don't. I'm like the minority that was like, I actually liked high school. Oh, God, I like it. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) And I think 07, 08 was like the pinnacle of of that feeling that I had. And it was also kind of the whole, you know cliche the world's your oyster type thing i was like oh man i got big plans for myself and then 10 years later nothing's changed but at the time it was that hopeful "Ah, i'm on the cusp of something great well Mm. the funny part about (laughs) about your high school experiences they're applauding a a shakespearean speech about me not accomplishing anything right (laughs) 
but your high school experience was like oh, I loved my high eight school. years long. Yeah, it was. And it really you was. you went to like two different high schools. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think that's why because I had this weird. Yeah, because all my cousins that I hung out with, that were like my best friends, that were in the band, were like four years older than me. So I had high school friends when I was like twelve, right? And, and then I drink. I started. I I was just thinking about. I'm not even thirty yet, and I've been smoking for fifteen years. Like that's how <laughs> fucking bad it is. Ha 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 ha. You you smoked throughout high school. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a chimney out of water. Really? Yeah. Everybody was dipping for the most part. Well, I dipped too. I did yeah, both. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah yeah. Smokeless tobacco is great for watching uh, movies. Mm. But you can't, dr- you can't drink while you dip unless you're like Nick and you have a f- iron stomach that can swallow a fucking pouch of Copenhagen. <laughs> but uh, have you actually done that? I, I, I fell asleep with a like a fucking horseshoe oh, of, yeah. of skull in my mouth. And uh, I must have just passed out. And then when I woke up, I remember this vividly. The flat, like the big screen TV in my uncle's basement. Yeah, yeah. It was playing Austin Powers Gold Member, and I woke up and I was like hallucinating. I thought the room was like misting, and then I just ralphed everywhere. And then I felt great like ten minutes later. But when I woke up, I was like, "Oh, something's not right." And then I realized I had swallowed the whole, the whole. Well, like lip. four out of the five times I dipped, ended up just like puking everywhere. Your so I was just like, mind, "I think I'm done with this." I would say if you want the hardest hitting effects of tobacco and nicotine. Packing a lip would probably be the hardest hit you could get. Like I think so, a lot of people get nauseous over cigars, uh, but yeah. Or if you want to really raise the the barrier of entry, you go with snus. But holy cow, um, a lot of, a lot of people. <laughs> Wait, why get, why is snus more more intense than a normal? I was horse? just doing that to make Nick seem cool. Oh, okay, I've never okay. done snus. I think it's honestly. I think for it's pussies, actually but. more of a training wheels because they're in yes. little pouches. It's a pouch, no. Yeah, but it has way more nicotine. It, oh, it does? Oh, maybe I'll... Actually, I'll try one after this. Supposedly, it doesn't create saliva either. So oh. you don't have to spit. Oh. That's good. Because, mm. um, yeah, I think... Because a lot of people get nauseous smoking cigars, but that's usually when they're mixing it with, like, booze. Like, mm. if they're drinking and smoking a cigar. But, like, I think a lot of people, they, they could be sober on a Monday afternoon, and if they pack a lip and they're not used to it, it's like, whoa. Because it really, yeah, yeah. It really mm. gets in your bloodstream. Oh, yeah. Feeling good. That's right. Same with nicotine gum, though. Honestly, I think nicotine gum fucks a lot of people up. I love it, though. I love it. But it's like pre-workout. I've taken pre-workout before the gym before. Yeah. And it's like that heady. You get so wired that sometimes you get like. Because you know when you get anxious, like a side effect is like nausea. And it kind of gives you that. Gives you that feeling. Yeah. It's some weird. Have you done the gum? Nicotine gum? Yeah. No. I didn't like it. I when did the he vape. Gave it. I think you gave it to me during an episode, actually. Yeah. But it made my throat, like, fucking burn. Yeah, the thing Ooh. about nicotine gum is it, it pretty much has all the side effects of smoking a cigarette. Like, your throat's on fire. Really? You start, Yeah. Why? I mean, what's lighting your throat on fire? I, that's a good question. I, I haven't even looked into it. But I think they put, like, tiny little matches in, in the gum. <laughs> it, it definitely, it it's definitely, like, intense. You already know. <laughs> But I like it. Was that Johnny Rocket? That was your boy. <laughs> but you did you ever indulge in like tobacco vices, or have you mostly just been? Uh... Um, yeah, no, uh, in college I picked up snus for a couple months. Yep. I liked the idea that it was it was really 
uh, kind of hidden. Yes. No, no spitting. It feels no, like, it's like a little, it's like a little yeah. secret yeah. vice. Yeah. And it, I liked how it came in a, a refrigerator. It felt more fresh. Yes. Ah, that yes. was totally psychological, but I bought into it entirely. 100%. I kept it in my own fr- refrigerator. I was like, well, yep. it's like buying eggs from, from the store. You yeah, got to yeah. transfer it yeah, to mine. absolutely. And it felt like a special item. That's the key to marketing is yeah. making someone think it's special, even though it's the same shit a- that's on the other. 100%. Right. It's perfect. That's what you need. You need that feeling. Like when yeah. they open up the suitcase of Pulp Fiction and they just have that gold glow. Yes. Yeah, exactly. it, it gives you that kind of like, whoa, like I'm on yep. something great here, even would, though it's just refrigerated snooze. I'd but. pay way more for refrigerated snooze over regular snooze. Oh, for yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it also depends on how quickly you're going to use it. You know what I mean? Like if you're giving someone wine as a gift, you don't get it out of the fridge. You get room right, temperature. Right, 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 right. So the people that refrigerate snooze, you're like, that guy fucks. He's actually going to use this. <laughs> right. like, he's going to use this tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, okay, so you asked me uh, if I've indulged in any other uh, nicotine products. Before moving to France, I was not a smoker. Maybe after a couple beers, sure, I'll take one cigarette. Sure. But out there, everybody is rolling cigarettes. So they all look like yes. they're rolling joints everywhere. They'll be, they'll be yes. crowded around talking and just rolling these cigarettes. Yep. So they're carrying these pouches loose leaf, and I'm thinking, what is this all about? And before you knew it, I bought a pouch. You were laying out. <laughs> yeah, but it's just such a social fun thing to yeah, roll with someone. Yep. Whereas now, and also it's it's a little bit less tobacco, so it feels a little bit healthier. More pure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas these giant sticks with the filters that they sell in America, they do sell them over there, too. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not as so like, smoky, yeah. yeah. This was not so, can you still live. smoke indoors in Paris? Uh, in a lot of places, it's kind of blurry. Technically, no, but if during the summer, the streets and sidewalks become the restaurants. Right. So right. you're sitting outside. People are sitting inside. There's no wall, and right. people are smoking everywhere. See, I love that. I heard Spain's very similar. Yeah. With, with that, it's, um, in that sense, you, it's a bit more fr- free than America. There yeah. are some. There are a bunch of examples where France is more free, even though it's kind of a socialist oppressive society in the sense that they're compelling you to to steal your money and give it to people through taxes right but there are parts of france where it's more free like smoking yeah from the sidewalk blowing it into your neighbor inside nobody cares (laughs) right no i agree with that the french have always the thing that i've really admired about the french on that short list would be that they smoke a lot and i love that yeah you should pick up some rollies you'll i'm not even kidding i really think that there's something about smoking that is like my little fist bump in the air when I see someone do it. And I know it sounds adolescent, but even I think the coolest thing Obama ever did was on his second inauguration. He walked down the length of Pennsylvania Avenue chomping on nicotine gum. What no. the fuck is that? Dude? And I was like, this is great. Huh? It's like a French ambience. Yeah, we were just hanging out in a French cafe. That really did sound very French. nice. Dude, that's what fresh. I want when we, when we one day record the episode at the Mexican restaurant. That's what I want it to sound like in the background. French? Yeah. I, they said death to America in the background. Though. You should probably get rid of that. Dude, I think that'd be sick. <laughs> was that Cooch? I think that was me. <laughs> I don't even know what why these were like. This must have been just outtakes. Man, you sound this. like such a young little bitch. I know. I was along. And I was smoking more then than I am now. I've actually calmed down my smoking since I was 17. When I was 17, it was like, I was like fucking knacking cold. No, I was like Jackie Gleason. I was literally smoking like four to five packs a day. <laughs> no. Yeah, 17 years, how do, you, how do you even support that habit? I mean, because all my money just went to just booze and cigarettes. 
and chicken finger subs from King Subs. Because all my income was disposable. Because and I was like a by all things on paper, I was like a good kid. Like you know, I I did well at school and that sort of thing. Not because I was impressed, just because school was easy and I just did the minimal amount. But I basically threw my parents off any scent that I was in any way a loser. So then once I left the house, I was just drinking and smoking cigarettes. And I was yeah, like, this yeah. is great. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. I think that they <laughs> suspected. Help, hang up and then dial your operator. <laughs> I think if, I, if they suspected in any way what I was actually doing, they would have been a little bit less generous with mm. their uh, the allowances at the game. Right, 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 right. But, you know, whatever. The plight of the relatively wealthy white American <laughs> high schooler in New England. Yeah. I had the same thing as, oh, I have this disposable money. I'm going to go buy weed. I'm That's sorry. exactly right. right. <laughs> Fuck. I also found that um, in actually speaking of the kid we were talking about before this started, where I said he's exactly the same now, um, I actually always found, too, that the kids that were handed money but for nothing by their parents were always less generous than the kids that worked part-time jobs. Because even yeah, when I started yeah. working... I was just washing fucking golf carts at Atkinson and you could get 20 bucks out of me way more than you could. He who shall not be named the kid that we were talking about yeah, earlier. Right. And, and he was literally just handed. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was like, why are you hoarding your fucking cat? Like, that's true. I love you. The world's worst friend. <laughs> I love just giving money away. I have all. Well, yeah, dude, I want to. Yeah. That's probably why I'll you moved some. to France, right? I'm all about for the free money. money. Absolutely. It's true. <laughs> Actually, what was when you moved there? Did you know people there? or Did you go in like completely? Uh, just my boss, just your boss. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew I kind of connected with him over the internet. We had a shared project, and yeah, nobody else. But uh, most they're all foreigners, so it's it's pretty easy. Everybody speaks English at work, so right, yeah. right, right. You you gain friends quickly when you can speak their language. Right, right. No, yeah, because even when I worked in Lawrence, most people spoke English, which I thought was weird. Um, Should but, they be speaking Spanish? <laughs> that's yeah. what I was going to think. <laughs> Did, Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead, buddy. No, I thought that what you were going to say was going to sound way more interesting. Just no, 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 no. Um, but I was just going to say, ask, what is a classic Parisian breakfast look like? Oh, that's... What does? Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> you don't want to eat... I don't even want to get started on Do they food. eat breakfast? Barely. It's it's a croissant or some sort, some sort of... Pastry, a croissant with yeah, with uh, with just a coffee. Okay, uh, but you know those great American omelets, just packed with good stuff. Yeah, yeah, At least yeah. that's what I like. Not a thing. Uh, it's hard to find. You got to make it make it yourself. So it's did sad. they uh, like all like pasteurized shit? Their like dairy probably tastes way better than ours do, right? I'm not sure about that because the milk is sold off the shelf, not from the from the cooler. So I'm wondering where that milk has been. Or what the fuck? I don't know. I think they. Yeah, it's like, weird. I've, I've heard that like our cheeses and shit, like oh, all that yeah. stuff is the like cheese is just uh, is to die for. It's oh, but really? it's the only thing. You know, that's everybody better. loves the. Yeah, everybody nice. loves the uh, <laughs> the FDA here. But if you were head of the Food and Drug Administration and you had an obesity and heroin epidemic, wouldn't you say maybe this administration isn't doing so well on the food and drug front? Don't be rude. Seems reasonable. You are fake news. <laughs> That's the perfect response. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't. But say everyone it loves the FDA. I'm like, but everybody's fat and addicted to drugs. How great could this? How great is this administration actually? 
Holy cow. But I do want to go to France. I'm actually, so I'm planning on going to Italy in April, mm. and I think I'm going to go to Monaco and then maybe stop by Nice. You might as well. Point. Let Dude, me know. Um, Let me know. Everybody I talk to, if they're going to Europe, I say just give, get, keep my number handy because I want to meet. The same with, with yeah, what Nick and I did. It was, it was really cool just kind of quickly meeting in a city. It's 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 fun. Yeah. How um so how many not to sound like the fucking lame five o'clock news guy, but how many countries have you bounced around and uh have you mostly stuck with Western Europe? Uh yeah. I probably only three or four. I haven't done much. Yeah. I want to do more. Don't you hate that though when people ask you that question because if you flipped it and said, How many states have you been to? The average person would be like, I don't know, two. <laughs> Holy cow. I do try to flip that question on these fucking Europeans because they'll, they'll get mad at you when you don't know the capital of one of their, these stupid countries that's yeah, in the yeah. middle. It's Come on. It's tiny. It has... And it's irrelevant lo- information. Yeah. It's GDP is lower than Massachusetts. Yeah, and you're yeah. expecting me to remember where and right. what the name of the capital is? No, thank you. So then I start quizzing them. And I actually pulled a couple of friends. I said, okay, well then, what's the capital of Minnesota? And they couldn't figure it out. Right. <laughs> but then I realized... Hold on, hold on a second. I don't know the capital of Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, but so just I told them a fake though. one. Yeah, and then I looked it up later. It was wrong. Yeah, it, it wasn't was Minneapolis. That's I felt right. real bad, but it was out of principle. Okay. They won't know. But I'm right. an American, so I can play that card. Right. I, I I pretend to be right. Yeah, and okay. honestly, Check, um, a lot of people <laughs> in other countries are actually better acquainted with basic American history than they are their own country's history. Like in Canada, I guarantee if you gave them an American history quiz and a Canadian history quiz most canadians mm. would do better on the american history quiz even modern politics some some of them are following the democratic primary i'm thinking what the why are you doing this it's, it's so weird. a waste of your why time are you doing this i'm not even doing it's it so <laughs> weird. come on <laughs> right. it's very strange that, uh, it's, and anyway i mean germany's going to run the whole continent in the next 15 years anyways probably why why do you say it because what? i mean their wiener schnitzel is fantastic because i'm telling you dude once fucking this brexit thing actually goes through there's going to be a domino effect here and uh, germany I'm assuming has the highest GDP in Europe. Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. And then I think basically the only one left is just going to be Germany. And, and it's basically be just going to be a, an impractical organization that's going to just crumble. Well, they don't have a military, so... Because France, France has always been on its own because the British have tried to cozy up to the French for so long. And every time France is like, nah, fuck you. We're our own thing. You know what I mean? You know what's weird? Even Quebec, like Quebec, like I was watching. Sorry to cut you out, but did you see the documentary "Don't Fuck with Cats" on Netflix? It's actually really good. It's like a three episode no, thing about this like psycho kid. But um, so the murder, like a few things take place in Toronto mainly. The kid's like from Toronto, and then one, a murder that he commits is in Quebec, and like the fucking head detective on the case. Like can barely speak English, and I was like, "This is kind of a kind of a weird thing." And because that would be like if you know somebody murdered someone in Florida, and then you like the FBI goes down there, and the fucking head of the investigation can't even speak English. You'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm. But my point being is, I feel like the French, and I guess there's a lot to admire in this in a way, but they've always been very like, "No, we're our own thing." Like, fuck off. My right. God, America is imploding. They, yeah, it is. They seem to, they seem to drive the EU for sure. They're kind of they're one of the the drivers. Yeah, they love yeah. it, dude. Which but, I get. I get that there's there's good points for it too. Oddly enough, so like the um, three things that stuck with me from the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson, yes, are one um, 
when he melts his kid's toy down into a little ball so he can use uh, it to fight. Yes. Um, when the guy's <laughs> head gets blown off by the cannonball. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. And then how the French, um, like, they're like, fuck, the French aren't going to show up and bail us out. And then they, like, finally do. And then the guy dresses in, like, that, like, fruity uniform. Right. Which then, like, gives me this uh, idea of French as, like, they're going to be late and they're going to be, like, kind of fruity. Yeah. For the rest of my life, that's how I think of France well, because are, of that movie. They are not punctual, so you, you're onto something. And a little yeah. fruity? Uh, yeah. I mean, See, he did the French thing. He did... Yeah, he I don't did. know. I'm not sure what it means, to be honest. Like, well, uh, fruity, like, uh... Um... Uh, you mean, like, gay, right? That's what I mean, but I was trying to say it in, like, a different... <laughs> Maybe effeminate, right? Effeminate? Thank you. Well, yeah, 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 queer? Thank no, you. I understand. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Maybe, Is perhaps. Is that what the Q in LGBTQ stands for? Yes. It's not cucumber. I thought it was cucumber. No, it's... No, no, no. It's questioning. Or no, Whatever, is it... man. Is it queer or is it questioning? I thought it was quinine. I mm. found out last week I have a transgender sister. Brother. Sister. Bro yeah, brother. Uh, wait. Ooh. Explain. I just found out. Well, okay. So, I just... My sister f count is constantly in flux because my parents are constantly remarrying, divorcing, remarrying. So... At any given time, I have eight or so sisters, but... <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what, what, can we break down your actual family tree? So these like these are half-sisters. He did the French thing. I can't stop. Dude, I can't stop that's it. Fine. I just, I'm honestly... I need, a, I need one of... What is it called? The uh, the the pop filter? Yeah. I need one of, French people need pop yeah. filters. I'm waiting for, you, for all time. Like, I'm waiting for you to just start rolling a fucking cigarette. I would love to, actually. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, oh, I didn't even realize I was doing it. And then rolling your eyes at me when I tell you I'm from America. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, so, I, okay, my dad remarried twice. He had kids with one, and the other one brought kids in. My mom remarried once. She and that guy had kids, so I had four stepsisters. So you have step siblings on your mom's side, and then step and half siblings on your dad's yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. So one of my dad's new daughters, which is technically a stepsister, is a transgender. Really? Ah. So she's now a man. So she's a trans man. She's working towards becoming a man. Okay. So now I should be referring to him as he. And That's uh, yeah. I'm happy to do it actually, but it's very difficult. Yeah. Especially considering that. They've been referring to him, him as she. This is this this conversation becomes so confusing. Right. They've been referring to him as she for the last seven or eight. It's, it's amazing. Years. Been out of the loop <laughs> it's amazing uh, yeah. how influential pronouns actually are yeah, to so your true. understanding of what's going on when you actually have to like. Yep. Oh, dude, I keep said Bruce Jenner like recently, and somebody got so fucking mad just yeah. saying the name. Well, that's because you're a transphobe. But <laughs> um, so are you close to your? Uh, Those sisters, brother, I guess, now be uh, no, not at all. Okay. But now I will, um, now I try to become friends with him because he's my only brother. Yeah. I'm kind of psyched up. That's about a it. good point. I was like, hey, I've never had a brother, and I'm glad you're doing this. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for doing all that that hormone work because doing it for you. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> point. You. That's yeah. a good point. But he's that's got to be so hard. How could you at 14 really make that decision? Give me the drugs. Let's right? do it. Oh no, I shit! I don't think this. I still. I'm. I'm like gonna be 30 in 20 minutes and i can't even get a tattoo because yeah. i'm like yeah. in five years i'm gonna think this is lame right. exactly it's, it's, <laughs> never mind you know biological uh you know you know i can't think of the word but dude do you think um <laughs> i love how that nick somehow pulls up a 12 year old clip of me like enunciating how clueless I am, which I actually needed right now. But dude, I think that'd be sick. 
I wonder what I wonder what I was agreeing would be sick. I know. I'm so curious. Wait. So when did you meet Nick? How old were you when you met Nick? Uh, this was probably sophomore year of high school through okay. Ryan Schmidt. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Ryan oh, Schmidt. Right. Yeah, you Is remember Ryan? Is he still doing music? Do you keep I tabs do not on believe him? so. I try. I follow him on Instagram. I think he's a lawyer. He's um, a lawyer, and he I, married uh, Hillary. Married Mund. the president of ASCAP. I can't. Mund. Mund. Yeah. Who I took to uh, senior prom. Really? Can we yeah. get a picture ah. of Hillary Mund? Uh, uh yeah, but I'm gonna have to dig for it, so I'll uh, I'll find it later. Uh, how's she? <laughs> So he's married to your prom date. That's correct. How does that feel? Yeah, how does that feel? Like nothing. Nothing good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no feelings. (laughs) I remember Ryan Schmidt. I love how long that clapping (laughs) Because, like, we were supposed to be the cool musicians at, like, at high school. Who's we? You and uh, Schmidt? No, no, no. Like, me, like, Kate, me. Yeah, and Right. And then everyone was like, oh, Ryan Schmidt, Ryan Schmidt. And I was like, who the fuck is this kid? (laughs) Well, he was always like the really gorgeous kid with the dimples. Yeah. And then we went to, we played a show with him at the Sad Cafe. Ah, the Sad Cafe. And I was like, oh, this fucking guy. Turn my skin Lock in my heart, and I will see myself. Who is it? I don't know. I think that's Dave Alemo. Is that really? Yeah. Oh, it sounded like the dude from fucking Incubus. (laughs) Where the fuck did you get these sound clips? Dude, Dude, Dave Alemo recorded this one song. It was like fucking that length of a Seinfeld episode, but it was like so fucking good. I remember because the thing with Dave Alemo was like when he first came around and started like recording, I was like, I can't tell if this kid's like insane or like really talented. And I was pretty much right at the cusp of just convincing myself that he was just nuts. And then he just, I forget what song it was, but he made this song. And it was it was literally like probably nine minutes. And it was like fucking awesome. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this kid knows what he's doing. He would weird you out and then play like one of the best songs you've ever heard. Yeah. With like some of the hardest guitar playing you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Because he always had the nylon string like classical that <clears throat> yep. he was really good at. And he was always so fucking good at drums, but also like really sloppy at drums. Yeah. So it's like you were never totally sure what the fuck was going on. Kind of like Nick. He was the same way. Yeah. No, just stop this. Please. Dude, he... I beg you. Thank you. The... Nick's fucking cyber memory is terrifying. Yes, it is terrifying. <laughs> Who Jesus knows what's inside that computer? I feel like if any of yep. us ever accidentally murder someone and we call Nick for help, 30 years will go by and he'll just have the phone call on the soundboard of Need you begging me. him for help. <laughs> Need me. <laughs> Believe me. Believe Ooh, me. That's a good rhyme. It's your boy. Johnny Rocker. Oh, man, dude. Hey, Tim Jim. Yeah. The song Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine contains how many swear words? Is it five, 17, or 53? 17. Um, That's correct. Um, How many albums is it estimated that Pearl Jam has sold worldwide? Six million, 60 million, or 600 million? 60. Nicely done. All right. Well, that concludes this episode of... um, 90s music trivia. I actually, Pearl Jam's one of those bands that I didn't really appreciate until later in life. And now I think Pearl Jam's fucking awesome. I still have yet to get into them. Because saving them for a rainy day. There you go. The whole, (laughs) the whole like Seattle grunge thing, 
I always thought was like kind of cool, but like even like Nirvana, I didn't real. I, now I really like Nirvana, but I didn't get into them until I was like twenty five. And, and then, Rob, in which city was Tupac shot? Hmm, it was in the West. Ma- oh, West. I was gonna say Maryland, Compton, um, West, West. No, it's Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. So you had half of it. I can't believe Tupac was only like twenty five when he died. <clears throat> And then they show pictures of him. He looks like he's like an old man. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you get that uh, that book of, of quizzes? Oh, I here? found him in the drawer here. <clears throat> Why? You want another one? Kind of. Because uh, I'm not good at music trivia. I'm terrible at music. Gangsta's trivia. Paradise by Coolio was a soundtrack to which film? Uh, Boys in the Hood. Dangerous Minds. <laughs> what the? F- well, I guess I fucked that up. Yeah, idiot. So you're planning on just fucking planting down roots in France. More or less, yes. Yeah, that's cool. Now, are the cigarettes they roll skinny, or are they just not fat? Uh, it's kind of not a weird fat, Not fat. Okay. They're kind of pyram- kind of like a pyramid. You know, they grow a like a joint. It's, yeah, did, you yeah. Watch the, yeah, yeah. did you watch the show The Missing? No. I just finished it, and the main detective... Julian Baptiste is the best. Ooh, that sounds very is, French. Is he French? Yes. He's a French detective. And the actor's French. Oh, there's a movie called Cash that's fucking unbelievable. Ooh, is there an E at the end of it? Is it Cash or Cachet? Oh, so you uh, just answered my question. It's Cachet. Ca- it's, yeah. Well, it's, Cash, is there an uh, an accent over the no. E? Yeah, cash. So it Which, is Cash. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, What does that mean? Just like uh, hidden. It's same in English. It's, it's a, a cash, a place where you can hide something. Okay. Cash. Okay, yeah. Hmm. It's cachet really, would be cachet hit, case like a, could, it would be like hidden. Cachet would be yeah. hidden. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Nice. The French make good movies. Did you watch it, La Haine? Not yet, but I I downloaded it legally it? through the. La Haine. No, I never saw it. Write it down. This kid has. You found the one movie this kid's not hasn't seen. Yeah, I've never seen that. So you're a movie buff. Oh, is he ever? A, a little bit. Oh, I'm sure it's a little bit. Did a you skin. get him on PTP? So Nick? modest. What's Past PTP? I uh, <clears throat> had that, and then I abused my power and uh, got removed from it. Wait, what's past the popcorn? It's just a kind of a, a community of people that like movies, and so they'll share their comments, their ratings. They'll even share oh, movies cool. themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Are you into film? Not so much as uh, as you guys, but... Uh, I'm really uh, surprised you said film and not cinema. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to use cinema in my next question, was, which is, does, does France... It's, it's dwindling heavily here, but does France still have a respect for the actual going to the cinema, or is that kind of... Because over here, I, I go to the movies often, but I feel like nobody goes to the movies anymore. Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. They do have theaters, and yeah. I have yet to go. I guess they dub all of, all the films, so maybe they don't like that. Oh yeah, it's that's English a good point. And... I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that your commentary on the French's inability to uh, <laughs> English subtitle uh, movies? Do I stutter? <laughs> so where do you li- are you in like an apartment? Are you in like a house? Or yeah, condo? I just live in, in a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. <clears throat> It's uh, the city is actually called Grenoble. It's near Lyon, which is maybe yep. a three-hour train from Paris. 
cool. A yep. three-hour train. Yep. Oh, geez. Hopefully, if there's a, if there, if there's a train <clears throat> when I get back, all my trains have been canceled because the French love striking. They, ah. lo- they like to not work. Yes, it's a, it it's is. this new thing where you just don't work and well, you still get paid. Well, it is an unemployment rate in France, like 10%. Yes. <clears throat> What's like a... Is France one of those places where the work day is like four hours? It's well, very short. They pass yeah. a they pass a law that you can uh, expect employees to like answer work emails after six o'clock or something, right? Really, I believe it. Yeah. I, well, they take two hour lunch filled with beer, Ooh. and cigarettes, and then followed by a nap. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, that sounds but a lot like your job. We could, the, we could the, take some notes. The it's, reason why, the reason why, like France doing that doesn't bother me is because everybody's bought into it like everyone's fine with that yeah yep. you know what i mean yeah it's when they try to like make it look like you know everywhere in the world this would work that's what i'm like i don't think i don't think there's certain places where people just aren't programmed that way but with the french it doesn't bother me because i feel like everyone's on board They're like yeah mm. no this sounds good you don't yeah. know I mean? fucking try me when they think when they hear about americans working they think oh they work so hard oh really right. which depends where you are in america right. too but um uh, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. They the the, the real work is thirty five or the work week is thirty five hours technically. Right. Right. And then they're taking two hour lunch breaks, one to two. Yep. So it really falls apart quickly. But I, I tend to think that you're only you can only be productive for a certain percentage of your focus anyway. Yeah. Everybody's gonna spend waste time on the internet doing things. At least that's what right. I do. Yeah. And they're more. I mean, it's it's basically a trade off because. <clears throat> I can see the benefits to both because even like like they're they're much more like family oriented, which is obviously a good thing because I don't need to fucking obsessively work all the time and fucking be outside the house a lot. Exactly. So, I mean, it always it all evens out. Australia is actually, I feel like Australia is it's a it's, it's akin to America in that it has that like rugged indi- individualism that like we say that we have. Yep. But at the same time, they're more family oriented as well. Like they'll they have they have long vacations. They don't have insane work hours. But there's also more to do there. Like I feel like if you live in fucking Boston, they're like I mean wow, in the winter there's nothing to do. No, but in the winter, I mean, what else are you gonna fucking do? Like Australia, like man, if I were working right now, I could be surfing. I could be fucking. Oh, I see what you're saying. Spider hunting. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> I like uh, ig- like sp- spewing expertise that I don't have about places I've never been, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, no, I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to Australia. But oh, I- so I'm a fucking idiot, by the way. So, like, I was on um, <clears throat> Instagram, and this, like, girl from below deck was selling her sunglasses for, like, three grand. And I was saying to Jess, I'm like, why the fuck is this girl selling her sunglasses for, like, three grand and telling us all about it? And then I started reading the thing, and she was like, proceeds go to Australia. And I was like, what the fuck's happening in Australia? And Jess was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the whole country's on fire. And I was like, no, what's up? And she just like turned her phone around and like showed me a map of just Australia on fire. I heard they, um, I think they arrest, they, they arrested like yeah. 25 people for arson. Yeah. I really? Think. Yeah. Yep. That's bad. Damn. But well, uh, I'm sure like one guy's real prominent. So in that there's clip. this kid at work. I won't, I won't name him. I know that you, he who shall not this, be named, but he makes like beats and shit. And so we, so we're always like, oh man, this kid's beat is so fire, like sarcastically. And then, and then, so he went to France last year 
and then uh, Notre Dame Cathedral caught on fire. Uh-huh. So the joke was he showed someone one of his beats, and it was so fire <laughs> that it lit Notre Dame on fire. And the only reason I bring this up is That's because good. there's something to this joke. He went to Australia last week. <laughs> and Ooh. it's like a, a morbid thing to joke about, but there's there seems to be a pattern here. Uh. Oh, and then he went to he went to um when uh like Sonoma County caught fire like three years ago. He, he was there then Come too. On. I swear to God. Everywhere this guy goes is a fire. His beats are fucking His beats fire. are fire too. Yeah. I was like, dude, stop showing people your beats. We need do we have a clip of his beats? I need to see I need to hear this. I'll show it to you after right. because I know if if it catches wind if if it catches wind that I'm uh the, we don't want to we'll go up Yeah, we don't want to light yeah. Seabrook on fire. I need my house. <laughs> if we play this over the airways right now, I'm pretty sure the power plant it's will dangerous. be on fire in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> But, uh, I appreciate your concern for safety. Yeah, thank you. Which Kevin informed me if that ever has like a meltdown, the power plant over here, to just start walking towards it. Yeah, you might as well get fried quickly. He said, because I'm going to die either way. I really? don't throw babies yeah. out, believe me. I love babies. <laughs> One of my favorite presidents. Right next to there's nothing to fear but fear itself. That's my favorite presidential quote. <laughs> oh, and I've never seen a thin person drink Diet Coke. That's. <laughs> Right, that's right up there with ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. No mama's so stupid. She <laughs> thought Nickelback was a refund. What the fuck? Oh, man. Dude. Who, whose quote is that? That sounded uh, like, um, oh, what the fuck's his name? It sounded like Putty from Seinfeld, but it's not. The I don't throw D? babies out, believe me. No, no, the, uh, the your mama one. Like Duggan or not Duggan? Play it again. Yo mama's so stupid. She thought Nickelback was a refund. It sounds like oh, Eric Roberts, but I don't know who it is. I can picture his face. Have you ever seen the Pope of Greenwich Village? That's a great movie. <clears throat> but his character talks like that in the movie. You get it. <laughs> that's the sound clip we have to find that's going to be a pain in the ass to find is uh, from the staircase when he says to... George, George Peterson, what the oh. fuck's his name? But he goes, apparently they Michael. have, uh, you know, messages between you and this guy, you know, proving that you're homosexual. And he goes, you're good. <laughs> oh, that's you great. Did you watch The Staircase? No. Oh, it's oh, awesome. fantastic. Um, it's a show or a movie? It's, it's like a, a documentary. It's a real yeah. murder that happened or a alleged murder. But uh, wait, so are you, so in France, sorry to, for my stupid questions, no, you're good. but I'm fascinated because I meet a lot of people that visit France, but not a lot of Americans that are yeah. ensconced in Do you ever see Johnny Depp? Never. Okay. Uh, just curious. Well, he stole my question. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, oh, wait, so are you single? You got a girlfriend? Uh, I was engaged until last week, so thanks for bringing that up. Oh, wait, assholes. really? Thanks a lot, Tim. <laughs> wow, this just no, turned into good, like a good. really interesting, no, 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 hard-hitting when, piece. When two people decide they want to live on different continents, it just makes sense to mutually That does say, put yeah. a damper on it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it's really not, not a big deal, but yeah. Um, so now I'm, uh, I'm a free man. Back so. on the market. Well, see, I was Those French say. ladies need to watch out, is what I'm saying. I was going <laughs> to ask about the, the, the French women, because I remember meeting a British fellow. And he came over here on business, and he could just could not wait to get out and fraternize at bars with women. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he was like, "And he had been to America before, and he was like, American women are just so much easier to convince them to give you the time of day 
And he was English, not French. So, like, all right, think about you approach a girl at a bar in America. There's a 60% chance she's going to tell you to go fuck yourself. But in France, is it lower than 60 or is it, like, 90% chance she's not going to give you the time of day? What is the sexual prowess of the modern French woman is what I'm asking. It seems to me that that depends on your nationality because as an American, I think you're going to you're going to have a much higher percent chance probability of picking them up. Oh, really? Oh. That's so, my just uh, cuz I would have thought Parisian women would thought would think that like American is like a form a species of retardation. Probably yeah, some of them do, but others will think you're wildly attractive. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's the, I mean, is it's it like kind a cowboy the, complex type thing where they're like, oh, this guy's from maybe, the fucking yeah. land of the free over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, play that. I'll pl- I'm going to play that up. That's my love that's that. my plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then so do you have, do you, when you're there, all right, say there's a girl at the bar and she's just a babe and you're making like eye contact where like she's kind of inviting you ocularly yep. to come over there. Do you go in, is your opening sentence in French or is it in English? Well, considering that I, probably it's going to be in French. Okay. I met one girl and we, and she didn't know a lick of English. And so my angle was that I spoke French terribly. Right, that helped ah, me. Yeah. It was charming. Like, yeah, look, yeah. At this, right. look at this dope yeah, trying exactly, to speak French. Exactly, it was like cute. And yeah. we 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 managed to hit it off pretty well. So, okay. um, probably if, but the thing is, a lot of them speak English very well. So you could probably get away. So with you're pretty English. much safe, just yeah. opening up with. Uh, hey, what's up? I'm I'm American. Right. <laughs> if you really hit the R's. They love hearing R's. Really? The American really? R's. But we're from Boston. Ah, uh, yeah. We don't have That's them. a problem. Mm, it's true. Unless we say spatula. I remember Dave one day, one <laughs> or week. Or surridge. Yeah. Have you heard that one? <laughs> one week, uh, Dave uh, Moriarty was, as an experiment, he had to go all week dropping his R's. Yeah. And it got so bad that um, <laughs> we drove by a friendlies, and he asked us to stop at Fenleys. What? Because he just... <laughs> He just refused to pronounce ours. But um, how are we not supposed to rest you? What is, and again, I'm making you, uh, like, you're yeah, like yeah. The, the ambassador. Yeah, you're the ambassador. I got you. I'm happy to lie, for, or I'm happy to say whatever I perceive to be correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, it's, it's right. kind of your, you, like, yeah. you're, you actually have major yeah. influence of how I view yes. the entire country. <laughs> Who um, fucking cares? What is, what is the, uh, May, are there any major differences between the French's sense of humor and the American sense of humor? Like, if like, does sarcasm work well with them? I'd imagine. Uh, that's a hard question. I think. I I cannot. An- I don't know. Yeah, hmm. I'm not sure. Are you asking about in in the language of French? Because humor seems to be the last thing that is obtainable in a language, and I have yet to obtain it. I guess are the French easy for a laugh or are they more uh intellectual in terms of what they're trying to to emulate i think um they like might over be a, here you can be a, a bit fucking, more tight assed over here you can be like a buck tooth moron yeah. but if you can make a group of 20 laugh mm. it goes a long way does it would that buy the same uh street cred over there they seem a bit more tight assed all right, so if yeah. you're like like their like, sense of humor is not quite as good as ours. Okay, but if you're like black turtleneck clad with a you know a book and a lit cigarette in your mouth, like they're gonna be like, all right, with this, the guy's, this, guy, this guy's serious, <laughs> like he's intellectual. 
I have. I should buy that outfit. I want to buy that outfit. I'm surprised you don't have a closet yeah. full. Um, if I lived in France, my closet would be like fucking Clark Kent. I would open the closet and it would just be all black turtlenecks with like berets hang hanging, and then like the also like four little paper bags with different size baguettes sticking and, out of them, and a pack of I was just gonna free say rolled the cigarettes <laughs> in, the, in the shirt pocket. Every day you take your baguette, you bring it with you. You don't eat it. You yeah. don't eat the baguette. And just I would just carry. always be reading. <laughs> I would always be reading like Voltaire or like Alexander Pope's Rape of the Lock on like a coffee table. I would. I'm really good at like looking like I'm. I'm a serious intellect. Nice. You know what I mean. He play that. Play that card. Yeah. yeah. No. Like yeah. I can do that. I can be the pensive reader smoking a cigarette, black turtleneck outside in the cafe. I was thinking I would just get glasses just for this. Because you glasses you're help. The, you're the yeah. only one not wearing glasses in this room. We're I all feel uncomfortable. This we're, is a problem. Yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> and none of us are even French. Yeah, we're all wearing glasses. You have a spare pair. I can borrow. Yeah, I think I got we, some. Yeah, 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 he has a spare pair. These I are got new. my other these, pair. These, these are, are new. brand new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. Are they strong? Pretty strong. Uh, <laughs> mine aren't. Mine aren't strong. I don't actually need glasses unless I'm driving or watching TV. Well, you're what we call uh, les compétents. Ooh, Home Alone reference. Right. Uh, no, I actually, I actually just bought these because I'm going to uh, Monaco in a few months. So I was like, all right, the French like a reader. Yep. If you care about your eyesight and you have glasses, they're like maybe he reads. That's so, my thing. So what are you gonna pack for clothes? What do, What do you think you need? I just went to Kohl's and bought 13 black turtlenecks. <laughs> your carry on is just filled with it's black. Just all turtlenecks. Middle of summer, just black turtleneck <laughs> yeah. on the. <laughs> And then I was like, "How did uh, how did the uh, the black and white striped tee become a yeah, French what thing?" Yeah, what the fuck? What? what I'm, and again, I'm asking you to explain. Oh. That's my guess. The mime. Yeah, yeah, right? it's got to be the yeah. mime. But but I think even the 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 outfit predates the mime because the mime is like the French guy. Well, I think that's like assuming that every. Um, uh, I guess you're right. Actually, like every that Native American, is. you're going to eat his meat is going to be wearing eat. a <laughs> eat. meat is going to be wearing like a fucking headdress with feathers. No, nowadays I assume every Native American I I meet is you gonna eat. be is gonna be passed out drunk with an empty forty of old English in their hand. He's got a point, folks. Just kidding. I want to get online. I need a computer. <laughs> no, I do want to go to France though, and I'll probably be there soon. I'll look you up. So you how close with? to Nice, uh, my girlfriend? Nice. It's um two and a half hours. All right. Yep. Well, I'll hit you up because I'm definitely The trains wrong. make it very easy to get around. This is, is that one the, thing I the prefer. main mode of transportation yeah. that everybody As uses? long as they're not striking. If they're striking, there are no trains. Then you're, then you're screwed. Yeah, oh. well, so here's my thing, and I'm like, the thing that confuses me about all the strikes is Europe seems to be the most pro, you know, workman type place, mm. and yet everybody has a new grievance every month. Yeah, what's the deal? I think it's the end game of any because they know the leverage they have. Yeah, eventually, if it's a democracy, the majority rules. The majority doesn't want to work hard. The majority wants all the benefits. The majority is going to make those votes. The majority is going to protest. That's my that's my understanding. That's a good point. So we're I think it's inevitable that America is going to become a socialist. We're already partially socialist, obviously, but some point we're going to be deep into socialism because the majority rules. Yeah, I do why not too. vote for free everything? Why not? Right. What? I, d- I think. Uh, Wait, you mean I don't have to pay back um, my college loans? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. What? This is where Nick really wants to chime in. No, because I'm I'm 
cut from the same cloth as Nick with most questions economic, but I I, I do agree that there is an inevitability towards mm-hmm. this whole uh, democratic socialist thing. Wait, you mean I have to pay for healthcare, but it could be free instead? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Shut the fuck. Yeah, up. but no, but Canada. I mean, Canada's mint. You know, you can get a free MRI. Yeah, sure. You wait like nine months, but it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they always say free, but. Uh, I don't have free healthcare. I'm in my in my uh, pay slip. I can see the amount they're deducting for healthcare. How very of not so it's the same as if you had Obamacare, you would deduct a certain amount from your pay slip. It's the opposite of free. It's all like Orwellian, like fucking opposites. You know what I mean? Nothing's free. Exactly. It's just re- it's like when people get their tax return and they go, "Dude, free money." It's like, "No, no, no. <laughs> That's they, your money. They just stole too much from you and they're admitting it." Yeah. And so they're giving it back. Like it, it's not a fucking That's why I hate the term tax revenue. Yeah. I'm sorry, revenue? You just took this from people. You, <laughs> the government doesn't generate anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, I do think that we're we're headed that way inevitably. Just because, you know, that's just the way and I think college has ruined America, too, because everyone's socialist and poor now. Yeah, yeah the, the poor part is true, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but the poverty part fuels the fucking the socialist part, because I get it, and I get it. Hmm. You go, oh, this sucks. We bought into the system, and now I'm fucking 30, and I can't even afford a house, and I did everything right. I went to fucking... I get it. Yeah. yeah. That's what imagine being that guy because that's like that's the cliche sound like scream. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, did you ever see Blowout, the Brian De Palma movie with John Travolta? Nick, you ever see that? But there's an opening scene where they're like they're just recording girls screaming to use for like horror movies. Yeah, (laughs) and I just picture the guy that does that scream like in a recording booth, probably back in like 1970, and it's just become the fucking. It's that guy. But actually, it's funny that this is all happening because <clears throat> last night, uh, Dave Alamo posted a video of him watching a thing, and it was this girl, and it said "Scream Queen," and she's like, "I like to just picture death. I, lo- I love death. I like to picture different ways of dying." <laughs> So I tech I like messaged him and was like, "What the fuck does this girl do?" He's like, "Oh, she's like one of the best horror film actresses and is like really oh, good at screaming." Funny. Ooh! But just imagine being known for like that fucking scream. I think that would be a great claim to fame. It's like, or the guy that recorded the uh, the trash can and the cat screech like following oh, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like there's, sure. there's certain clips that have just gone like been recycled. They're for just like 50 in the years. they're in the canon of like, oh, we need this sound, right? But that's the other thing, too, with, like, Disney Plus. Like, you see all these great, like, cartoons from Disney, like, from, like, the 40s up until the 90s. And it was, like, there were these super talented voice actors that could do so much with their voice. And now it's, like, we just hired Ben Stiller to come in and just speak like Ben Stiller. Right. Like, like, there used to be all these great voice actors that could, like... Like, Robin Williams was the only exception because he crossed the line where, like, he could have been... Just a voice actor because the guy could like fucking do so much. But nowadays it's like you pay all this money for like fucking Hugh Grant to come in and just read off a fucking script. Right. Or back in the day you had these fucking goofy, crazy guys that could do a, a whole bunch of shit. But, you know, I guess that, you know, life's not fair. You digress? Yeah. All right. Well, um, whatever, man. <laughs> Linger was a hit song for which Irish band? Cranberries. That's correct. 
Um, in the music video, Opposites Attract, which cartoon animal does Paula Abdul dance with? Did they say the year it came out? No. Uh, Roger Rabbit? It's a cat. That's okay, though. Oh. Uh, Pepe Le Pew? Yeah, yeah. And I guess... Uh, what was the answer? A cat. Oh, it just says a cat? It's it's a cat, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, which band released tracks including Monkey Wrench and Learn to Fly? If you don't get this, I'm punching you in the nose. Monkey Wrench and Learn to Fly. I know. I feel like I... I know it. Give me a hint. Goddamn son of a bitch. You want to answer it for him? I'm so far away from that one. Oh, come on. Wait, monkey wrench and learn to fly? Say the, say the whole question again. Can we get another hint? Can we have a hint? Which band released tracks including monkey wrench and learn to fly? Why can't I answer this? Um, give us a hint. Decade? <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, God damn it. Oh, Foo Fighters. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Good work. Good work. I was like real close to All punching right, me, you in Give the me nose. one more so I can redeem All myself. Right. Um, well, this one's too easy, but we'll do it anyways. Um, Rob, who is Sean Combs better known as? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, PJ. Do you know? Yep. Um, <laughs> we'll give you a redeemer. Thanks. We're not going to go. Oh, well, actually, maybe this one is good. In 1999, which Italian group, which I had no idea they were Italian, sang blue, and then it says, Daba D. Uh. <laughs> I fucking hated that song oh so much. God. Do you know Tim Jim? Um. Nick, do you want to answer it for them? What were the real lyrics? I'm blue. I'm in need of a guy. If I, I was yeah. green, <laughs> I would die. Do you know the answer? Eiffel 65. Yep. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. Eiffel 65. Which indie band from Manchester, England was originally known as The Rain? The Rain? Yeah. What? <clears throat> um, All right, let me rephrase the question. Led Zeppelin? Which indie band from Manchester, England... Uh, ripped off the Beatles. Oasis. That's correct. Ha, 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 ha. Which in... Oh, wait, wait, wait. What is the NSYNC song Bye, Bye, Bye a reference to? Do you have any idea? Lance Bass's heterosexuality? That is <laughs> correct. <laughs> no, it was the group taking a break from their manager and record label. Oh, yeah. They just did a... Um, they did some special on... Uh, what's his name? The fucking guy that wrote Justin? them all off. No, no. I can't think of his name. That guy fucked them, dude. You know what you pointed out to me, which I think is fucking hilarious, is that Joey Fatone, if you write out Fatone, it's fat one. Yeah. And he's Joey, the fat, so, the one fat guy in the group. So he actually has a, a franchise of like hot dog, like gourmet hot dog places, and it's called Fat Ones. Why are you <laughs> nice. gay? But the funniest part about NSYNC that I didn't even realize is the only two members that actually sang was Timberlake and that JC dude. Wait, what? Which is funny because they were the only good-looking ones. So you'd think that... Wait, the other three didn't sing? No, so, but they were the ugliest ones. So like, why would the most talentless ones... Wait, what do you mean they didn't sing? They didn't sing at all. Wait, why do you say Justin Timberlake was ugly? <laughs> no, no, no. No, he's saying Justin uh, Timberlake was one of right, the good-looking okay, sorry, sorry, So the it. only two guys that sang were the only mm. good-looking ones. So yeah. the other ones were just... J.C. Chazé? We could just add anybody, and they... Lance Bass, which... Yeah. Now, Where did you get this information? Are you sure? Yeah, Karen told me. It's true. 
Oh, so it's like the internet. Whatever Karen says is real. Exactly. Exactly. What the fuck, dude? Are you sure? I kind of want to go to fucking Paris now, man. I thought you were going to say Come back with me tomorrow. So There's going definitely tomorrow? seats on the plane open. <laughs> how, how, how long is that flight? Uh, Six hours, six and a half hours. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Best bread I've ever had. It's France. actually pretty good. It's very short. Man, I want to go to France, dude. Tim, give me a wiggle. Give me a wiggle on my cord. Yeah, dude. He's Ooh. He can only hear in his right ear. I think ear it now. was this one. Was it this one? There it is. Oh, is it good? Nope. Is that back the G-spot? There it is. Wait. A little bit. There it is. Nice. Is it good? I, always, I love when Tim wiggles me. High, quali- high quality connectors it's, here. I, I'm actually mad that he put it over here because he used to wiggle me. And now I, have to I can't it. even do it now. I have to you wiggle have to myself. <laughs> I think I got a pack of six of these for $1 or some shit. You made it this far. You made it an hour and like a half. I did. Somebody belched earlier. Well, he has them on the fucking soundboard now, which oh, is totally maybe that's what it was. That's what it was, dude. I've been secretly deleting his burps for like weeks. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. Are you being serious? Dead serious. You've been deleting my burps? Yeah. Only like most of them. I leave a few. Only most of them. Yeah, yeah. That's what they should just say for everything. <laughs> Has he burped yet? I that was his first that one. That was my first one. But he's, it's usually just filled with burps. Because do you mm. drink any of this? Wait, are you are you a teetotaler like him or are you no, drinking I've, booze? I've got some Bengali six point. It's good. Oh. What's Bengali? What what? Uh, uh, some beer, uh, IPA, Brooklyn, New York hipster beers. It's good. Oh, cool! Man. <clears throat> they have the uh, they make a resin, which if if you know Uncle Nick, what you do because he's sitting right there. If you go skiing with him, you do the chairlift challenge, which is you have to drink a resin before you get to the top. Oh, I like that. And if you do that more than like twice. Your shit face. Did you start that, Nick, or did you inherit that tradition from somebody else? I think Nick started that. Do you have any other questions for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this fucking guy's good. He's good. <laughs> he is good. He doesn't even need... He's actually... And, he's <coughs> completing my sentences with a computer. That's he's better than pretty. Stephen Hawking. He definitely is, dude. He's definitely... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hawking, I think he's overrated because... I read whatever his biggest book is that's supposed to like, obviously it's like a physics book. I forget what it is, but it was, what is it? Yeah. It was like a fucking bestseller. So I'm like, oh, this is my window into this complex Mm. world of, you know, this realm of crazy science. But I ruined it for you because you read the whole book like a computer. Well, no, not that. The voice of a computer. (laughs) Dude. It's fucking unreadable. Like, I thought this was going to be, like, a way to, like, kind of bridge the gap between layman and scientist. You can't... Anybody that says they understand anything in that book is a fucking liar. Or they have their PhD in physics. Fair I'm enough. telling you, if you pick up that book, it's unreadable. It's fucking terrible For him book. to say that? It's a terrible it's probably book. actually unreadable. Like, uh, what's his face? Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, like he actually has a way of kind of like breaking laying. things down. Yeah, what's it called? Astrophysics for people in a hurry or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did read this one. It was very short. It's a tiny re- book. I didn't read it, but I've I've read his stuff before. I like him. It, me too. It, because it broke he speaks it down. in a vernacular. Exactly. Yeah. And, but Stephen Hawking is terrible. I didn't even try to. I, sh- I should horrible. try to read this, but I didn't try yet. No, don't try it. It's a okay. waste of money. I literally was so pissed. I was like, this is like, this might as well be in fucking Chinese. Mm. How much was it? I don't know, like fucking 14 bucks on paperback. Jesus, dude. 
And I said, uh, I said, who wrote this? A goddamn retard? And they just looked at their shoes and just rang me up the discount. What? Because they weren't. They were like, "Well, Stephen Hawking's brilliant, but you can't call him a retard because it's." Ha, kinda... ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you're not supposed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was a strong round of applause. That yeah, one. that was. Well, that was the oppressed uh, people that have been dying to say the R word for all these years. Uh, I'm and sure I, that's I what just, it was. I just liberated them. <laughs> oh, I was like the the fucking Larry Flint of uh, of retard. Jesus. Who's Larry Flint? He was a um, pornographer. Hustler Magazine. He had a huge Supreme Court case about free speech, First Amendment, mm. that sort of thing. Complete the Spice Girls' famous catchphrase, girl, dot, dot, dot. Um, Power? That's correct. Oh, wow. How nice done. Thanks for the hint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me another one. Um, on leaving new kids on the block, uh, wait, what? On leaving new kids on the block, name the group Mark Wahlberg for, formed. Funky Bunch. Yeah, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Which Swedish musician sang Save Tonight? I don't know, ABBA? You can get this. I know you can get this. Save tonight. Fight the break of dawn. Come tomorrow. Oh. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Save tonight. Um, Fight the break of dawn. It's a name Come or a band name? Tomorrow. It's a band name. I don't know. Soundgarden. Eagle. I mean, uh, what's what's it called? Sa- Savage Eagle. Eyed. Don't. I know the song. Did not know that cherry. was the band. Eagle Eyed Cherry. Okay. okay, that's the name of the band. Yep. That was. They were a one hit wonder. See, they were. You okay. Are one pathetic loser. <laughs> this has got to be old, but it says, "Who are the best selling all female rap group?" Uh, I would say TLC. You would be incorrect. You got to guess. Salt and pepper. Ooh, close. But it's actually salt and pepper. <laughs> damn, he's right. My goddamn. See, I wish this Boston accent was more had more strength with me, and I started dropping ours. Stupid idiot. Idiot. <sighs> what, do right. you, what do you think about Colorado? I really want to go. I heard, it's, I heard it's great. I want to live there someday. It's a perfect place. Well, marijuana is legal. I know. I've it's heard. A, it's a very up-and-coming city. Lots of job jobs for all sorts of professions. There's not a whole lot to, to I, hate. That's probably my most desired continental place to go to. What if you're very susceptible? Oh, my God. Susceptible? Susceptible to uh, altitude sickness. Then you shouldn't go. What if you're okay. susceptible to subsistence farming? Wow. No, you don't have to answer that. I was just doing an alliteration. <laughs> it's a tongue exercise. twister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you're just showing me. Why up. do you? Or have you had uh, issues with elevation? No, my brother has though. Really? Yeah, yeah. But it takes a little bit to get acclimated. Takes, Where did, a, takes a little bit. Where did he go? You're like, oh, he climbed. He climbed Mount Everest. I think felt like shit. Steamboat. Steamboat. Mm. Really? Steamboat yeah. Willie. It's in it's in it's in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. I think he was like way up there, and he was what's, just like, I "What's the elevation of uh, Denver?" It's like, one mile, one mile. It's like five thousand, six thousand, fifty one hundred feet. So it's the it's the <gasps> they call it the mile high city. Okay, for ah. this reason, yeah. 
Yeah, so. and you feel it. I was. Uh, oh, I'm sure you I do. Tr- I tried to do just some basic workouts, and I'm just exhausted. How long would you say it took you to get, or did you not? Did you not spend enough time there to get completely acclimated? Probably the whole time until today when I left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, which is crazy because I grew up there. I remember when I came to Boston. I was a superhero on the cross country team yeah, freshman yeah. year of high school. Yeah, because your lung capacity yeah. was like fucking every, ridiculous. They all thought I was amazing, and then I became acclimated to Boston, and I just became the same as everybody else. And and I was just that Colorado letdown for the rest of my oh, career. No. Dude, and that's so funny. Yeah, sad. So if you, you were like, and, if you were like a professional athlete, yeah. you'd be better off spending all your off time in Colorado, and then when you come back. Yeah, they train up there. That's yeah. the they all athletes have tons of training centers. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I so I've never been I've always wanted to go to Colorado. It's top of my list. Yeah. Um have you been out west? I've been out west, yeah. I mean I've been to California a bunch. Hmm. I haven't been to the northwest. I, I want to go to like Washington and Oregon. I wanna live there too. Never been there. Have you spent a lot of time up in uh no, I, two days. In Washington, in Seattle? Yeah, two days. It was it was great. I heard. I, it, I heard it's awesome. Mm. I just, I just love it up there. Like, cause I think the most, the most northwest I've been is like Sonoma, Sonoma, California, which is not mm. super north, obviously. But man, I just love the fucking northwest. Like that whole Pacific, yeah, Pacific area. Northwest is great. Cause it's so fucking different, man. Like it's. New England, it has a ton of beauty, like especially like coastal Maine. You can go all the way up; it's all great. Mm. I love it, but like it's just different. And maybe people in Washington vie for what you know, fucking parts of Maine have. Mm. But I think it's uh, there's just something different about the uh, well, the think, landscape out I there. I think technically it's a rainforest. Yeah, I think it is mm. because the amount of like precipitation that goes on and uh, and. But there's something cool about the weather up there, too, because I feel like, um, oh, man. Well, I really got hooked on Washington when I, did you watch Twin Peaks at all? Did you ever watch that show? No, but I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Yeah, man. But I fucking, well, I love Twin Peaks. I'm a huge fan. And then, but also just watching, I love the idea of driving with gloves and a peacoat on in a convertible with the top down. Oh, like, it's God. like It's like that, it's this weird middle ground climate where it's like, it's cold, but it's not like freezing cold. That's like me keeping my it's room. It's just like clean. That's like yeah. me keeping my room at 50 degrees just so I can sleep with like 17 comforters. Right. But there's something nice about that. It's fantastic. Yeah. You ever tried it? No. Oh, God. You gotta. But I've definitely opened a window in like December on a snowy night while my, <laughs> while my heat in my house is on. It's great. Jesus. It's crisp. Did your mom know about this? Crisp. That's the word. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, my fucking, I've never, I'd say if the, if there was one thing I was spoiled by, it was just a waste of heat resources in my house. I would come home and it would just be unnecessarily baking and I run cold. So I like the warm, like I could live in fucking the, um, the climate that probably perfectly acclimates itself to, to what I pine for would probably be like Scottsdale, Arizona. I love heat. Love it. I'm like a fucking rattlesnake, dude. Bitch! I, I've never been to Scottsdale, but uh, yeah, it's hot. Hot as fuck. It's fucking hot, yeah. but I love it. it. Actually, when I was there, we couldn't fly out. They had to shut the airport down because if it's over 120 degrees, they can't fly. Why? Because it's something with the planes. It's just yeah, fucking the, too hot. The air is too thin. Yeah. 
yeah, the real crazy. the real scientific explanation <laughs> explanation was I don't know something with the planes is just too hot. Well, I'm calm half right. I'm I'm a Stephen Hawking's prologue science guy, so it makes no sense. But you know, it sounds smart. Uh, but um, no, but I was like, this is fucking great. I love this. Whatever this is, this is great. And then an hour later, like this is so up, like egregiously hot that we can't fly home. And I was like, oh, well, I love it. So. so you like the plus 100 temperatures? I like oppressive, fucking awful heat. Like Go I, fuck yourself. I love man. that. Really? Yeah. Those are the worst days of summer. Thank you. Like, I've gone to Florida many times in August, and I'm like, this is great. Uh, am, am I, like, sweating and, like, super fucking hot? Yeah. It's not like I have this crazy tolerance for it. My body's still having the same reaction that yours is, but pref- for some reason I like it. I'd prefer to be wearing pants and like a hoodie and being the perfect temperature outside. Yeah. Could you live have you been to San Francisco? Uh once. Yes. San- that was a little chilly for me. San Francisco's cold. Like I like San Fran. It's nice. And I guess if you take a yearly average they probably do actually have the perfect climate because it's never free. It's never like mm. super cold, never super hot, but it's too cold for me. It gets too cold. Fair enough. Because I what's 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 France's climate like? When when oh, it's great. It's like San Francisco. And so, like, are you on our same calendar of seasons? Like up in New England, because I know some places it's reversed where our winter is. Uh, we are in the same hemisphere, so we, uh, and at the same time, it's, our, our fall is a bit longer, so just extend the New England, New England that fall must be nice, a couple, yeah. a month and a half. It is nice. It's, it's, I love it. I do like the temperature and we don't get snow. I live inside the Alps and we do, we get maybe one inch That's oh, really? and that's it. So when I talked, when I first got there, everybody said, are you ready for the winter? It's going to be cold. I, I said, they is co- it? Because I looked at you know I looked at the weather trends and I saw that you you may maybe get an inch. Right. I said because I come from a place where and I put my hand up to my waist. Yeah. Where I get blizzards this high multiple times per year in March. I and mean, they're like, <gasps> yeah. Because I, I don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're ready for winter. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what our yearly average is, but it's got to be like six to eight feet. Yeah, right? I'd say so. Yeah. It's a, <sighs> it's insane. March yeah. is a terrible month. <clears throat> It's the worst month in New England. It's it's so funny because February and March, that's like just when you think the light at the end of the tunnel is yeah, coming, yeah, yeah. you just get fucked. Especially because right. it gives you a couple days, right. just a little yeah. tease. You're like, whoa, dude, it's yeah. 65 yeah. degrees. Oh, and you want to go golfing this weekend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking horrible. Then it's dude. fucking snowing. <laughs> it's so true. Like I was just saying how it's going to be like 60 on Saturday. and But I feel like January always has those sneaky... Crazy warm days. Oh, it's a son of a bitch. And you're like, this is awesome, dude. And then right when you get close to spring, you just get a fucking bomb blizzard. And you're like, mm-hmm. this is fucking horrible. No, that's good. I feel like France's climate, like especially the part that you're in, would be up, would be my cup of tea. I think you wouldn't mind. It's southern, it's technically southern France. Right. So it's, right. It, it's very temperate. Man, I want to go there. You should move there. You're in Lyon. Uh, it's right next to Lyon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, convince your girlfriend. Is that French for a lion? No, it is not. Damn it. But everybody calls Idiot. it lion, which makes sense. Right. It's pronounced, or it's spelt this way. Right. So they have lion, they have nice. <laughs> Fucking yeah. French. Nice is they not do. nice either. <laughs> yeah. They do. Well, so I'm under nice. the impression that Nice is like the Beverly Hills of France. Is that correct or is that not correct? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, Mar- that's why they hate n- Nishans. What's the? Uh, do they do that sort of stuff? Like they we do? do. Yeah, Parisian. Like, yeah, they I, call yeah, them Parisian. Grenoble Wa. That's where this place I'm from, Grenoble Wa. Okay. So it'll either be Wa or Ian. How many are there? A lot of Americans that you run into, or are you pretty much the Thank only God, like? No. Yeah, I was gonna say. If there were, I would feel less special. I'd probably want to come back. Yeah. So the main reason I want to stay is because I'm a token. Yeah. Now I realize why the token kids in high school liked it. Yeah, of course, ah. dude. Because you're a little different. People want to hang out with you. You yep. know, you have a like I said at the bar, you got something that's you got a wild easy. card. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Got, yeah, the wild pe- card. People are like, oh, yeah. this guy's got a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's and true. I think in Paris there are quite a few more Americans, so it'd be a bit. It would. I it would, wouldn't it, it be it as would, interested. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that saturated. You yeah. Know? You well, it's it's endearing when you're not milking it too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but remember that fucking kid from Zimbabwe that was in all like the pop punk bands? Dude, I thought about that kid the other day. What <laughs> the fuck was that kid's name? Um, I just I don't know. thought about that kid. But he was so incredibly fucking Wayne, pretentious. Wayne? Uh,. It was, you're talking about the kid that was in uh, Zim or something, but what, Inspector he, Zim. Or, but he was in what band was uh, that we knew? I thought that was the name of the band. No, but who did he hang oh, out? He was, he was hanging out with like pulling down stars, dude. That fucking kid. First of all, like, oh, this kid from Zimbabwe, be nice. I'm expecting some fucking like. Like shy. I'm expecting some fucking black dude that can barely speak English and some pretentious blondie walks in barking with like perfect hair. And he's like, "Oh, where do you guys have any avion?" I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck? This is the Zimbabwean that you brought in." And like, then, like, no matter what you say, if you're like, "Oh, what do you guys want to do? You want to get like a pizza?" He'd be like, "Well, in, Zimb- in Zimbabwe, we." Oh, uh, it's like, it's dude, like shut the fuck sake. up. You gotta be careful with we that. Get you it, do. man. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah, you can't over. Yeah, you can't overstep. Because the thing that I like when people try to take credit for attributes assigned to whatever country they're from, mm. like as if they were responsible for this thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you would brag about Zimbabwe, like, like it was a family tradition. I was like, dude, like fuck up. But didn't he go to Canada and get like deported? Yeah, because yeah. he tried to come back. He did. He was like on tour and got deported. Uh, why would he go to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> but then you have the opposite end of the spectrum, which would be um, that kid McKenna. Which was from the oh, Congo. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Was, he was I don't great. think I knew yeah. him. He was a kid that went to high school with us, and he was just like a very yeah. nice, very thankful, very appreciative kid. And he li- he lived a hard life. But then you have this other kid from Zimbabwe that did not live a hard life and mm-hmm. made everyone think he lived a hard life because he was from Zimbabwe and he was very special and his hair was perfect and died. I did not. Li- I remember my cousin Casey fucking hated that kid. I Wait, the Zimbabwe like kid. kid was at Central? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, but he he consorted with people at Central because that's how I knew him. Okay. And he would go in there and he would just, he acted like he was like fucking Quincy Jones. Like they'd be like recording and he'd come in like he was this big time producer. He'd be like, here's what we're going to do. And you'd put like like, both knuckles on the desk and like lean over my shoulders. I'm like, bro. And it was because he was like some six foot five, like hot blonde dude. So all the girls loved him. With an accent. But that's why they loved him because they wanted to fuck him. It wasn't because he was brilliant. So like they would describe him like he was like this guy that like really deserves respect. And then I met him and I was like, you just want to fuck this guy. That's why you like him. Because he has an accent. It's not because he's smart. It's because he's the accent like accent goes a long way. It yeah, it's because he's like foreign yeah. and eccentric and fucking. Oh, dude, if you dropped like a British girl in like a Boston bar, f- fucking forget about oh, it. Oh, it's over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They know there's there's a, a conversion system between um, like which countries scales. you're most marketable in. Yeah, exactly. Like fuckably wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put that, a, put a French girl in any city in America, and they're going to get 
all all the guys are going to flock to her. Yeah, she might be just kind of an average girl. French guy, right? French guys have that too. Like mm. if they're if her French, which blows my mind oh, because yeah. their accents annoy the hell out of they me. They do. I see. I I phonetically, I think French sounds the most attractive to me. When when most people speak it, I really find it attractive. But there are, there are a very select few of men that just butcher who it. just they make it so guttural and kind yeah. of like, oh. there is like saliva coming out of their mouth. They sound angry all the time. This yeah. is very select few. I, I, I know see what you it mean. I, think, I can see oh, that. Why? Which accent I, would you say you're most attracted to? Uh, uh, in the world? Yeah. Hmm. It's tough, man. I really like the Dutch accent. It's Ooh. super cute. You know, they come across as very cute to me. Yeah. It's, it's funny nice. because... What about you, you fucking idiot? Well, it's funny <laughs> because, like, so English is like a Germanic dialect. So, like, we have very harsh sounding, like fucking phonetics on like a foreigner's ears like i think hmm. i think and again i whatever if you want to call me a fucking ignorant american i think most i think like chinese sounds like shit oh god yeah I, like phonetically like i i think uh russian sounds like shit oh. um a lot of the eastern european countries are yeah, really tough just, on the ears just harsh. Just brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah just harsh and in in english is kind of a species of that so i'd imagine yeah. that english doesn't sound great to, to yeah. you know like a spanish speaker answer uh, the question all right i think <laughs> i would say i i really do think french would be up there really the thing with french is i don't know what actual part of their fucking mouth they're using but there's something about it that it's like because it's so far removed it's why people can listen to fucking italian operas yeah and not know mm. what the fuck they're saying but there's just something about all the basically anywhere in the romance languages although i, I do like the sound of portuguese mm. more than spanish which is weird so but, mine would be british or british or i do like the british accent or um irish why not to gay? be confused with Scottish. So not Guatemalan. People confuse <laughs> Irish and, Sc and Scottish. No, you can't. Very, people do it. Oh, Irish. I think you said British and Scottish. No, no, no. Irish and Scottish. Very yeah, fucking yeah. different. I think I, an Irish accent is oh, see, attractive. I and I think of a Scottish accent as like a poor Irish accent. I like both, though. But Sean Connery is like the coolest guy ever. He's a Scottish accent. Yeah, there's that's fine. But I do like the... There's something about the Irish... Because it's like they have a mouthful... Of like words, mm. yeah. There's something about it that's weird. But I think British should be up there. For me, the British is is not as attractive because they have perfect grammar. Part of the accent, I love hearing their terrible yeah, English. Yeah, I think that's terrible, why but I, unique English grammar, not perfect. I think that's why I like the Scottish accent, mm. like, like and um, Irish, because it's kind of like a, it's like rougher. Uh, they speak it much differently. Yeah, it's yeah. not quite the English that we've adopted. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. And and there are even certain dialects like a Cockney accent in, in England is going to sound very different than like a fucking highbrow. Yeah. Cockney is so good. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But like, like though, whatever the accent is where they replace THs with Fs, like they go, that's my, <laughs> that's my brother. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. Oh, I like that. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you don't like that. So that is Cockney, right? Yeah. That, yeah. That's a good one. See, I like, I, I like that. <laughs> I like the more proper British. Did you hear from your mother? But so, like, Liam's mom is Irish. Oh. And sometimes she'll, like, you would hear, like, a little bit of her accent, and it would just be adorable. Yeah, I love it, dude. I, the Irish definitely... I mean, I get... It's not just because my name is Timothy Sullivan, but there is something about mm. the Irish voice that I like. Can well, you you're do, Italian. I'm... 
I'm like 5149 Italian Irish. Right. Man, you are one pathetic loser. But Italian sounds all right. I I think I would go with... I hate Italian. I think I would go with Spanish over Italian. Like Spain Spanish, not not Mexican. That's very different. (laughs) I struggle with Italian accent, too. My whole family's Italian. Really? It doesn't sound so great on my ear. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, no, it's not. Not a fan. Um but that's why Japanese they use, that's the they use hand gestures to distract yep. you. It's like a magic trick to distract you from the phonetics of their, their <laughs> language. Is that correct? Actually, I <laughs> there's a great joke that I have because you know how uh, Italians are very like gesticular, like they can't yeah. talk without moving their hands. Testicular, gesticular. Oh, sorry. Um, but there's a great joke about an Italian walking down the street with two giant watermelons, yeah. one under each arm, and a guy across the street goes. Hey, Mister, you got the time? And the guy lumbers over and he puts down one watermelon and then he puts on the other and then he goes, does it look like you're wearing a fucking watch? <laughs> he threw his hands up in the air. It's a that good joke because he goes out of his way yeah, yeah, just yeah. to say, he can't just say, no, I don't have the time. He still has to do this. Right. Um, right. Anyway, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was great. Uh, there's probably some weird accents that I... I would fetishize the most if I knew exactly what they sounded like at this moment. But I think Irish Irish would be up there. Like what what would you say Emma Watson's accent is? Like what it's it's obviously British, but it's not cockney like you were saying. No, yeah, I think she would just kind of be like a Londonite type. So that like, accent, fantastic. Yeah. It can be a little bit boring though. I like something with a little bit more character, you know? Like you said, like the 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 perfect diction. So you isn't as sexy to me. You would prefer an Australian or a New Zealand girl over a British girl, I think, because there's a little more flair. I would take a Kiwi or an or an Aussie over a Brit. Well, still, we cannot distinguish the difference between these two accents. No, I don't know why I can't. Could I think we're crazy. Every time I accuse an Australian of being a New Zealander or vice versa, like you're a fucking idiot. They look at me like I'm crazy. I'm not their friend anymore. Which is funny because (laughs) because if you think about like uh, they wouldn't know the difference between uh, someone from Maine and someone from Washington, and they're farther away than Australia and New Zealand. And like for some reason, but they couldn't detect it either. I had a uh, even Maine and Boston. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah he's exactly right. I had a teacher in uh, college, and like on the first day, he was like, you know, who can guess where my accent's from? And people were like, Germany. Uh, <laughs> like the, cra- the crazy fucking answers. Someone was, someone said New Zealand. All the shit. He was from Argentina. It wasn't even like nobody was even fucking close. I think I, I actually think that uh, like. Argentinians make the best movies. Have you? Ever, did you ever see the original uh, Secret in Their Eyes? Oh, it's so fucking good, man. Something about Ar- I don't know what happens in Argentina, but they make the best films. Subtitles. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Well, some movies you just gotta guess. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I never. Have you been to South America? No, I want to. I'd love to go to South Peru. America. Peru. That's where I want to go. I want to go to Peru. I want to go to Brazil. I want to go to Argentina. Whoa, whoa, slow down. I want to go to. Fucking Alabama. Oh, that, that's that's South North America. But um, no, I really want to go to South America. All right, we should probably. So you get it up. paid in euro. Yeah. How's that? Well, it's worse because the dollar is becoming stronger. So yeah, the dollar is up right now. And the, it's, 
still weaker technically, but it's been it's been it's more it's stronger than it was a year ago, two years ago. So if you when you would come back home like two years ago, you could live a little bit more kingly than you can now. So now you're just losing yeah, money. But ne- I I don't really bring money back to the U.S. I don't make much money, so the money I make there just stays there. Usually okay. I bring dollars over, so it's actually good. What do you do okay. for work? Uh, I I do research on. Uh, just geotechnical applications like uh, geothermal energy, the sorts of things. So really? Just rocks, essentially, yeah. Oh, shit. No so way. The government there pays you pennies, essentially, enough. Yeah. Uh, and that's, so that, that's euros, yeah. Well, just don't take your work for granted. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Little, geolo- I, little pre- geologist humor. I appreciate that yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. No, hold on. We can't uh, wrap it up. I have to yeah, ask. Not yet. Not that, yet. that joke rocks. <laughs> I have to ask you about Anna Fair and when we're bringing it back. Oh, oh yeah, let's go. Let's go down this. Are you an Anna Fair fan? No, not at all. No, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have been. I think Frenzy is one of the greatest albums to have ever graced the planet. Wow, <laughs> Jesus, that's a statement. You know what's so funny that you said that? Because I think I think Nick may have like randomly mentioned your opinion of Frenzy yeah, yeah. like months ago. Because when he he said it today earlier, and it did. It, it didn't ring a bell, but it was, yeah. it was a faint dong in the background. At some point, I told Jeff, Jeff Bergeron, Jeff Bergeron I yeah. said that you made a massive mistake going to college instead of following Anna Fair. Dude, that is so funny, <laughs> dude. You're like the one guy on, on Earth walking around going, oh, yeah, Frenzy's great. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> Wait, you really think there's nobody else? No, no. I, I actually I thought it was good. I yeah. liked it. But it's great to hear that somebody's still going around being like, "That's a great yeah, album." Yeah. <laughs> did you did you write all the songs, or did Casey, or was it a mix? It was a mix. It was like a okay. Leonard McCartney deal. Yeah, it was a mix. I wrote most of it, but um, but no, it, I mean it was it was pretty collaborative. But uh, that's so funny to meet a, a frenzy fan, a true fan. Yeah, yeah. But we've talked about um, kind of. Kind of half-heartedly, but like, a, but kind of with a serious undertone of of like really putting together like a reunion type show, really? like just one, not make a thing of it, but just like mm. this night we're gonna fucking do it. But the thing that's so funny because Anifer, I feel like Anifer was mostly like pop punk, and then there was just randomly frenzy in there. Mm. I had the most fun in like the friend the frenzy era. Yeah, I was like, I thought frenzy was obviously at the time. I was like, I think this is really good. Yeah. But I feel like looking back in hindsight, it was like the pop punk stuff seemed to be the the more like cherished kind of thing. Well, when you by who? Sorry, by just the... just by like people that remember Anna Fair from high school, hmm. they kind of like tend to revert to the the more pop punk thing. But that's fucking awesome that you like Frenzy. Well, yeah. So if you think like uh, of people your age, so like while you're playing pop punk, the people your age are listening to pop punk and you're in a pop punk punk band. That's really good. Right. So then they saw you guys as like, I mean, I was in this group of people. saw you guys as like just the biggest thing ever. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, I don't know. Then I met you, and I was like, "Oh, this kid's a fucking loser." That's so funny. Tell us that you like Frenzy. I love that. <laughs> When's the last time you think you listened to Frenzy? Oh, I listened to the, on the plane over. You yeah. did? That's hilarious. Well, he's, he's like, "Oh, Tim Sullivan's gonna be there." I said, "Well, I gotta listen to the." So I listen. I probably listened to half of it. Um, okay, 
So you're still playing music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We both are. We have a show we're Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. So it, how do you compare it to Frenzy? That style. What style are you on now? Um. Well, like a lot of our original stuff is. Um. It's it's a little. It's less like folky than right. frenzy a lot less folky it's more kind of i mean it's it's cut from a little bit of the same cloth i think if you liked frenzy you'd like mm. our originals now but it's a little bit more kind of gritty like blues rocky kind of stuff right less folksy but a lot of the stuff that we still play like even the covers we play are, are pretty much the same thing that we would have played back in mm. in that age so do you both do the vocals Mm. Yeah, he's okay. the main. Yeah, yeah, okay. the backup. Yeah, and you do covers as well, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 mostly yeah. covers because yeah. that's yeah. what people want to hear. Well, because we, yeah, when we go out, we play for like three and a half hours. Really? So we got to kill. A lot that's of time. tough. Yeah. So you, so that's you must have at least thirty in. songs in your repertoire. Well, we haven't practiced in two years, so <laughs> we have a show Saturday. So we'll see how that goes. He's exaggerating with the two years, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, cover. I mean, we probably, yeah, we. I don't know what's on the set list, but I'd say it's probably 30 songs, right? Yeah, 25, 30. We usually make the set list five minutes before we start playing. I just think That's, it's so funny that, so. You're, that you're, <laughs> you're a Frenzy fan. Because I've never met someone that could... No one? The fact that... No, well, no, there's plenty yeah. of people that are Anna Fair fans, but there's yeah. not many people that are Frenzy yeah. fans. No, no, I like, the, I like the, the pop punk stuff as well. Yeah, but Frenzy has the... Uh, the softest spot of my heart, so mm. it's I like it better when people say that album. It's good. so close to the Beatles. That's the problem. It, it is. was an advancement of the Beatles. It's very akin. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's you can clearly see who yeah. we're listening to. I don't even know where the fuck to get a copy of that. Yeah, me either. How did you even listen to it? Uh, so Nick sent me some M4As. So I need to get some flax somehow from... I, I looked on Amazon. There is a copy for sale, but I don't believe that it's actually for sale. What? So is a mean, copy of Frenzy on Amazon? You're not selling Amazon? it. Get the M- fuck Maybe it's on Amazon. Here, it might be a different website. Are you but, I mean, me? it honestly could be. I, I, like, I, it's not for me. I'm yeah, not the, and it's probably not Casey. No. Is he selling... Imagine he has like a box of them. He's just selling. But them honestly, dude, we made so many goddamn copies of that CD mm, that like it's probably just out. Yeah, dude. Because yeah. I know we made like at least a thousand copies of that. Do you have any copies? I have some of my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Nice. Well, you have yeah. multiple copies of Friends at your house. Um, not a crazy amount. I think I have at least like four or five. Let me get one. Yeah, no, I will. But I love that. I think that's so yeah. funny that you like it. Did it still hold up on the plane ride over? You mean in what way? And like when you listen to it, we're like, oh, this actually isn't as good as I used to think it was. The, uh, absolutely, it held up. No, I, I probably listen to this album at least once per year. It, it, I'll usually <laughs> so go funny. into like uh, uh, an Anna Fair quick fix really? sort of like thing. Really, like a little like yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the artists I go back to. I've done that. Which which is which is a huge compliment if I do say myself. Trust me, that I'm there are very some great flattered. artists that. I've listened to and had long phases with and will never go back to them. But there, <laughs> right. there are some from high school that I still go back to and some that are, I mean, old bands, like obviously, you know, Dark Side, I will always be sure. able to play it. So it's sure. kind of similar, which is nice. That means it, it plays. No, I'm very flattered. I'm not sure, that. though, if it's actually good or if it's just a sentimental period of my life. Well, but that's the thing. I'm convinced it's good I because I have a good both. taste in music yeah. generally. Yeah, yeah. That's what's tough about <laughs> back in the day because I listen to a, a lot of stuff from like 03 and 04. I'm like, if this came out now, would I yeah. even like it? Yeah. You know? but, so uh, how often do you listen to it? Frenzy, I, um, I, I probably haven't. I, I do remember like three years ago, I had it in my car and I was like, 
it had been long enough where I was actually mm-hmm. excited to release nice. it because it was like there were things I like kind of forgot about. Right. Um, but it probably has actually been like three years or so. Mm-hmm. So you I got mean, me beat. You're more familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. I love that. I don't. Though. I don't even know the names of the tracks. <sighs> yeah, I, I just pro- have track one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> I'm serious on that I love, because of this this bastard over I here. I love that dude. He doesn't know how to actually label tracks. He's a master actually, of music. He can't even. I should probably because I wouldn't even know where to pull it up. I should probably crack open one of the CDs I have and fucking yeah. upload it because I couldn't really if you asked me to play it right now I would have no means to do it mm. so I probably should but uh, or we should probably at least put it on like Spotify or it's something. on Bandcamp you should. I think because I just I just typed in NFR Frenzy and it came up yeah. it was I didn't click on it hold on is the first track Hey Nation because yeah. the first track for me is track two and it's Hey Nation. Oh, this is totally oh, something Because yeah, <laughs> this guy is so bad at it. Did he put on some <laughs> creepy track one? There was, uh, there's no track. Maybe. I don't know. I don't no, have but a track Hey, hey Nation is the first song. Okay. Yeah. And there are... So there's 16? I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot on there. Oh, yeah. No, it's not available on that. Okay. Think. So why... What was the main reason you didn't continue? Because probably you had a decent, a decent probability of making a, a living... In that band, I think. Here's the thing that fucking kills me, dude. Yeah. So there was like a little bit of, uh, well, there's kind of a lot of like personal um, stuff going on that it was kind of doomed just from that. Yeah. Um, and then I think there, I think it musically it was just different. Like, like I'll give you an example. Like when Frenzy was out, I was like, this is great. This is awesome. Let's just fucking keep doing this. And then it was like, I feel like, Mike and Case wanted to do something else. And then, so I think musically it was kind of mm. going to be a divorce anyways. And then personally there was shit going on. And then... And then when they took the geographical leap. Yeah. And then they moved to California. Mm. And um, there was kind of a lot of uh, a lot of shit that probably doomed it. It wasn't like a specific like catalyst that changed mm. anything. Uh, but the thing that infuriates me the most is that uh, like... Right after we split up, this huge folk movement came. Like Mumford and Sons mm, came yeah. out, Lumineers. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Because when we were doing it, everyone was like, "Oh, this is like, you guys are playing like to like older adult type stuff." And I was like, "Ah." Oh. And then all of a sudden, the kids wanted to listen to like fucking folk rock. Right. Yeah. It was like we we Your just was missed perfect. we just missed the train. Yeah. Or you we were started like the it. Betamax and then VHS. Came yeah. Out. Imagine you yeah. guys started. The train, Mumford and Sons was like, yo, this bandana fair is on something. <laughs> yeah, let's take some of this. Oh, Maybe they man. did. What's cool is it's not actually just folk, though. It's No, it's not. Because it's there's not. a lot of effects added to stuff. And oh, yeah. Vo- vocals, instruments that I th- just make it so, give it so much depth. It's yeah. so nice. Because sometimes I really can't even just listen to an acoustic record much anymore. Maybe yeah, you crave it's something. A little, it's a little bad because... Yeah. Maybe there's maybe it's I'm too bored. Audio. Um, it's harder to it's harder to create like an an atmospheric thing where you're mm. like like that's why I like Radiohead so much because mm. like when there's a song going on it's like I'm in this sea of sound mm. and I think a lot of times acoustic albums even if people I greatly like respect and like there's just that yeah yeah it's like the fourth wall is never completely broken down like there's something about it that just isn't like satisfy me the way that an album with a ton of fucking shit on it would so know, is to put it poetically is okay computer your favorite album uh it's so tough that's okay computer 
in rainbows and are you a radiohead guy uh i only know okay computer but i've read so much about why it's considered to be the greatest engineering feat of all time or engineering production of all time for some reason and i'm still not totally convinced i think if (sighs) i were um i think if i were on death row and instead of a last meal there was a last radiohead album yeah i would probably be okay computer (laughs) nice (laughs) but um but actually it's probably a bad idea because i think it's one of the shorter ones so from (laughs) My life's sake, I should probably pick a longer one. I'd probably pick In Rainbows. But In Rainbows... You, you like Radiohead, too? Yeah. Nice. In Rainbows is up there. But uh, but no, I get... I, I know that OK Computer is like... Mm. Fantastic. Acclaimed by people in that industry as like a masterpiece, and I, I would not uh, contradict it. Did you like see our merch over there? Like one of our shirts is literally a copy of basically a Radiohead. I didn't notice it. I'll is show it? you after. Nice. But oh, no, which, Radiohead uh, is funny, though, because it's definitely one of those bands that I fucking love. But if, so someone's, if someone says like, I don't really get it, I have no problem understanding that. Like, it's, right. it's one of those. But I'm also a huge Tom Waits fan. Like, mm. Tom Waits fan. Like, I fucking love Tom Waits. And I, if someone gets into my car... No matter, I'm obsessed with Tom Waits. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love him. If someone gets in my car, I'm probably going to switch to something else because I just feel like it's right. just, no. it's just yeah. like, it's just so, I don't know. There's The barrier of entry is too high. Like just, unless, unless I already know that you're a Tom Waits person. Right. Have you ever met another Tom Waits person? Uh, Serious Tom Waits person. I, I don't no mind. One in, no one in my close circle yeah. like really loves mm. Tom Waits. I, I appreciate him, but I won't go and listen to him. Right. You know, so and I think that's common. You too. I'm not like really I'm, a Tom Waits person. I'm the is. only person yeah. that like in my own private moments in the car will put on Tom Waits. As far as I know, nice. like we cover a Tom Waits song. Mm. We do. Nice. Yeah. What do we cover? Delilah. Is not Tom no, Waits. Tom Jones. God damn it! <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but um, but I have like uh, some Radiohead vinyl, and like anytime I'm mm. playing vinyl down here, and like. If my mom comes in, she's like, what the fuck are you listening to? I'm like, it's fucking Radiohead, Mom. Get out. Yeah, Radiohead's definitely one of those bands that I can see. This is chunky. Yeah. I think if I was a father to a teenager in 1997 and they were listening to that, I would also probably be like, what the fuck are you listening to? Or like if Jess gets in my car and I'm listening to Radiohead, she's like, what is this death music? I'm like, it's fucking Radiohead. (laughs) Although Karen Karen actually likes Radiohead, like when I put it on, like she won't go out of her way to listen to it, but she is she it's pretty agreeable with her. But one thing that is I think the closest thing between Radiohead and like mainstream stuff is Arcade Fire, the suburbs. I feel like I feel like most people that just listen to like mainstream stuff could get into the suburbs and then that would Mm kind of open doors from there on out. I would be really concerned. If like if you made somebody listen to the suburbs from beginning to end, and they thought it sucked, yeah, I would be very concerned for that person. It's a it's a good like like something's wrong with it's you. a good acid test for people, right? So, yeah, yeah. that agree. album's fantastic. Yeah, that album was the sole record in my car for like nine months straight. Yeah, man, now I want to put fucking frenzy on in the car. <laughs> He's got me all hyped up. It's gonna have to get that copy. It's excellent. Actually, I'm curious. What is the comparison between Muse and Radiohead? How Muse, much different Muse are they? Muse is to Radiohead. I'm a huge Muse fan. I feel like Muse is to Radiohead what like Oasis is to the Beatles. Cause, Shoot. Because I lo- <laughs> no, no no but I I like yeah. Oasis. I yeah. never got into Muse. I like I, I genuinely like Oasis. Yep. But I 
I know... Like, if you don't acknowledge that Oasis rips off the mm. Beatles, you're an idiot. Right, yeah, but yeah. I like Oasis. Right. Muse, though, with Muse, it's mainly... What's the singer of Muse's name? It, it doesn't really matter, but I, I find that with Muse, the the biggest thing is his singing style is... Uh, Moni? Well, it's very similar <laughs> to Tom York, who's a singer radio. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think if... I think if Muse had a different singer, um, the comparisons would probably still inevitably be, inevitably be there, but it wouldn't be as like, whoa, they sound like mm. Radiohead. Because I don't mind Muse, but um, but I can definitely understand why they're compared to each other. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, is Muse still producing like new stuff? Like, are they still coming out with stuff? Yeah, all the time? I think they have a 2019 album, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, which is, is that impressive. Dude, wasn't that dude banging Kate Hudson for a while? Ooh, I hope so. That shows you how unplugged I am. I don't know. I love Kate Hudson. Well, I just found out that Australia was on fire, so I'm more unplugged <laughs> than you are. Yeah, did mm. you hear about Iran? Or are you still... Uh... No, wait, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding, And folks. he calls me a jackass. He's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. I love, though, how like it's like it's like a serious... Th- <laughs> There's one meme that was like, I forget what the fuck it was. Oh, it was a picture of Bane, I think. Yeah. And it was like Iran being totally serious. Oh, and it, yeah. And then there's a picture of somebody in like a green screen costume, like dancing around, and they were like, uh, US memes yes. about the war. Yeah. Because nobody's taking it fucking seriously. It's so true, man. It is. How excited are you to be back in France? Very tomorrow. Probably super Very excited. Yeah. I'm coming with, yeah, yeah. dude. He's I, like, you should. This, really? <laughs> I you I've bought last minute tickets before. It's not as expensive as you might think. Yeah, yeah no, it's not bad. What's Six. like the average plane ticket from here to France, Rania? Uh, f- four hundred. That's Boston honestly not that bad. Yeah. I thought no, it was going to be like nine hundred dollars. If you don't mind not eating and not bringing a checked bag, you can get it down to like two eighty. Jesus, yeah. really? Mm. Huh? That's not bad. Norwegian, at all. check them out. Wow. I, I, I like I've flown Norwegian. He's like nice. if safety's not important to you. Yeah. you I can't remember <laughs> where, but I've I've flown Norwegian. I think they're they're actually pretty up there in, in airlines. I mean I Yeah, I don't mind them at all. No, and I you like, can still buy food. Then yeah, you, you yeah, just yeah. have kind of a budget for food at that no, point. No, I yeah. like I like Norwegian. Yep. Are you flying on a seven forty seven tomorrow? I, I, hope they, not. I, I I flew a seven forty seven or I feel like the international flights are usually uh this uh, no, I think it's a triple seven, but the one today was a seven thirty seven, maybe max. I don't know. I saw, I, you know, the, this plane that's been grounded for the last year yes, and a half. Yes. I think I just flew on one of those. What the fuck? I yeah, love well, it. it I'm said seven thirty seven max. On no, it. it was like the uh, the fucking. Uh, uh, it's a Boeing. Yeah, it's a Boeing. They grounded like all of them. Yeah, oh, because right. it, it crashed yeah. twice. Right. Yeah. Well, it's because the. Um, there's something with the AI in it that it doesn't allow like enough human override to certain shit. So like if it's yeah something bad happened yeah it, those are huge fucking planes yeah those are big dude. I want to get online. I need a computer. <laughs> that sounds like Daniel Plainview. <laughs> it uh, does. I'm finished. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude. Oh, well, it's good shit, man. Should we call it there? Should we or what? 
Yeah, we can call it, dude. This was fantastic. Yeah, Rob, it was awesome. This we, was for having one me. of the best episodes we've ever had. Really? Yeah, this is yeah, thanks for great, having me. For sure. I like I love this. how last minute it was. Yeah. Uh, me too, dude. That's, how, yeah, that's the best way to do yeah, this. Yeah, dude. I this love guy, it, he's the coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Nick, dude. Yeah, he's like the he's like what the colonel was to Elvis Presley. He kind of just like is, he's like creepily <laughs> just always got his hands in everybody's pockets, but like he makes it happen. You know what I mean? So true. Yeah. No, he's more of like a Joe Jackson, actually. Now that I think about it. Who is that? You? You know, he'll beat you with a is switch, but. <laughs> Ooh. Listen to how tight those toms are, dude. <laughs> no overheads at all. That was fucking great, dude. <laughs> what was that to? Who fucking knows? That's, I was. I was pr- that was probably my solo. Were you covering "Come Back Home"? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that was great, dude. Dude, well, I glad uh, to have you on. Yeah, yeah. First international uh, visitor, I think, too. The fact that you flew in all the way from France yeah. and then Colorado to be yeah. here really, really is great. Yeah, we really appreciate you making the trek all just the way for, out here just for, for us. This, and yeah, he's yeah. the one the one frenzy fan yeah. in America, and he is a fucking Frenchman now. Yeah. <laughs> he's, fl- <laughs> he's fleeing the country. Now. I'm, I'm going to start pushing that album on those Dude, Frenchies. do it, yeah. man, because yeah. if I can get some French fan base yeah. to stir up, I'll fucking move there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Really, <laughs> and then I'll get the international like he's the American g- exactly. appeal thing, right? Yeah. Right, then, right. Uh, yeah, it'd be great, dude. Be Start great. writing French songs. You got it. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I already yeah. got the turtlenecks ironed and pressed. <laughs> you got three. The only thing to I'm go. gonna have to st- I'm gonna have to stop buying uh, American spirits and just roll my own tobacco. Right, they do sell American spirit, which is cooler, yeah. anyways. They do. Hmm. I like I like the idea of rolling it myself, though. That is fancy because it does look cool. And it keeps you busy conversationally. Exactly. You know? It's like why Brad Pitt eats in every scene and every movie he does, because he just wants to... He yeah. doesn't know what to do with his hands, so like during conversation... If you can keep your hands busy during yeah, conversation, yeah. it makes you look cooler, by definition. Yeah. Well, why do you think Jeff Bergeson does it? Jeff Bergeson does it because he thinks it's more economical, but when you look at the amount of tobacco he wastes, <laughs> he actually... Mm. Would save more money by <laughs> so just true. buying packs. Of if cigarettes. I saved all of the tobacco that that Jeff has dropped, dude, I gave him a ride. <laughs> I gave him a ten minute ride home once. He rolled a cigarette. It literally looked like someone emptied a hamster cage in my back seat. <laughs> like what? he literally gets Wait, up. This is Jeff. Who? And then Jeff, Jeff Bergeron. Oh, sorry. Oh, we, we Jeff Bergeson is okay. His, Bergeron got it. Got yeah, it. yeah, it's like our cheeky little fucking alias for him. But um, <laughs> he gets out of my car and is literally. Just tobacco, fuck it, and I don't, I don't care. My car is dirtier <laughs> than anybody, so. Cage. But I was just like, "How did this fucking happen, dude?" <laughs> That's so funny. It was insane, dude. It was like the fucking waiting room of a Texas Roadhouse in my fucking backyard. That's a perfect analogy. Yeah, except instead of peanut shells, it was tobacco. <laughs> so bad. Oh, All man. right, well, uh, thank I got you. pissed so bad. Yeah, yeah. You are. You can do it now. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bid adieu properly on the air. Okay, that was very French of you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Part of my French. Um, Rob Cock, do you have like an Instagram handle or any shit that you want people to Yeah, you want to, uh, yeah. what's your shit? Actually, I'm going to follow you, too. At Drafty, D-R-A-F-T-Y. That's a uh, fantastic, are you shitting me? That's me. On Instagram? I only post uh, landscapes. I'm not much into the people thing. That's perfect. Thing. Yep. I'm going to do that. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming out, man. Thanks. Uncle Nick, thank you for doing the soundboard. Yeah, uh, dude. And Tim, fuck you, bro. Hey, thanks, man, dude. Uh, we're playing at Sal's this weekend, Saturday the 11th. Yep, this Saturday, dude. At like 7-ish slash 7.30. We'll be at the bar side. We'll the, be bar the bar side. side. And Copperheads the 18th is, as I, as far as I know, canceled right now. Oh, is it really? Because we double booked, apparently. 
But uh, wait, we double booked or they double booked? Somebody double booked Monkey Knife Fight and some other band, and Monkey Knife Fight got us to play this show. So I don't know who the fuck's winning the battle here. Okay, so we're kind of in a deadlock here with somebody else. Right. Well, but uh, thanks for listening. Um, and the merch store will be open soon. Just hang tight. Yeah, dude, that was great, man. I'm all about my money. I'm so sure can.